I wrote a song about you. You did? Yeah, it goes like this. So, 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 uh, you want to, Mike, you want to be recording a multi channel? Just so hit your recording button and do multi channel. We're in it. There we go. Good job. And you guys sound good. Yeah. Nice. I've been practicing for 27 hours. I know. So I, 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 uh, I took a, <laughs> a screenshot of your text to me before, like, so are we going to get on? When do we get on early to test the volume? I'm like, when does it start? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, eight. I'm like, that's when. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're here. Uh, I figured it was going to be something like that. I just didn't want to be that guy that you always talk about. What? <laughs> no, we don't do that. We, we consider bad sound a feature, though I think lately our sound has been good. And it's been good. Maybe, I think it's mostly because technology has improved around us. They, they built the infrastructure <laughs> that we needed all along. It's something we're doing. That's right. We haven't changed. Why would so, we really? Yeah, so we're all recording. I think we're good. Are we ready to get started? Let's this do has it. Been, this has sure. been a really quick uh, startup here. A little disappointingly fast. All right. I'm sorry. You want me to back out and come back in and no, play no, the fuse no, guy? No, no, please no. Please <laughs> no. I don't understand what happened. I hit push to talk. Yeah. Okay. This is coming from the guy who was texting me about like trying to get the token for the, the podcast room while I was trying to cook dinner last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks up to combat. So uh, this is Advanced After Combat. It's a podcast about wargaming brought to you by myself, Dave, uh, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a wargamer that we select from our BGG guild. Oh, well, correction. We don't select them. It's a careful combination of algorithm and oracle that selects the it's guest very host. Very complex. Guest host from the guild, correct. And this month, the guest host is... Hollywood. Welcome. Hello. Hi, and thank you. Special thanks to the Oracle for I, uh, punching my say, ticket. I was going to say, it's Pete Gade. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know that we sound all that much alike. Jason, it's, it's really, yeah. Right, so I, Jason, I, I, do you I hear I was it? listening to the, the B1 or B2 play, and I was like, like, so Mike, talking to you, I don't hear it, but you two on that recording... There are times, and you guys are both doing voices, but there's like, is you that Pete or is that Mike? Yeah, you can't tell. There's which a one lot, it is. yeah, which I like, appreciate. We need we need more of both in our life. And That's good. Both, no, and both of these guys, I've spent uh, some oh, yeah. time with. Yeah. So like, good guys. Uh, and Pete, that's not a that's not a knock. No, and and like in in person, Hollywood, I don't think sounds uh, exactly like. I don't notice it, but when I hear them recorded, because it had happened because they were playing an rpg and it was hollywood playing and so i texted pete and i'm like hey dude great job on your rpg and rp <laughs> on this game he's like i have no idea what you're talking about and i thought he was fucking with me i'm like what are you talking about like you're on this aliens thing he's like nope not me and i was like holy shit it's fucking mike i didn't have any idea 
Yeah, nice. Well, he and I, we immediately took that and ran with the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's why on the uh, Keep in the Borderlands, we we're like, oh, we got to play brothers. We're twins. Let's both do the same voice. And we're going to, you know, channel uh, Dr. Smith from Lost in Space. And right. it'll be a thing. So, so we get <laughs> we get two of the, the most annoying two, two character in Lost in Space that only lasted for one episode, I believe, where you we were twins. That was the, <laughs> and then they were like, we can't do that again. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, why don't you give us a quick, like, uh, origin story for yourself? Well, let's see. Uh, origin story. Grew up in uh, Michigan. Uh, my mom's family was from uh, Grand Island, New York. So we would go uh, spend a little time there in the summer. And uh, her, she's got five brothers. And they had this uh, Milton Bradley game called Dogfight. And Dogfight uh, had these tiny little airplanes and a little, you know, board and and cards that you would flip out for like long burst or short burst or whatever. And um, they had blown it up to 72nd scale with model airplanes. And they'd painted them all in the the style of the actual aces. And they were playing on a big giant, uh, like, five-foot square or four-foot square uh, aerial photograph of Grand Island, New York. So they, uh, I immediately got the bug for like war gaming. And even though that's not really a war game, it's like a kid's war game. I mean, it's like a baby kind of thing to get into, but I immediately was like all about world war one and airplanes. And, and, and now were you into history at all before? Was this something that well, like at, at the time I was probably eight. Right. So you were like, that was, uh, Jesus saw it and looked like all the planes look cool. Planes look cool. I like boobs, you know, at right. that, at that yeah. point in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's still where I am. Planes yeah, are legit. cool. I like boobs. <laughs> so uh, after after that bug got into me, uh, you know, in in high school, it became like D and D, and out of D and D, you know, TSR's Dawn Patrol, and uh, other things like that. I got Battle of the Bulge, that Avalon Hill game, and I remember at the time when I got it, I sort of looked at the rules and was like, eh, I don't know if I want to read all that. And then I would just like put the maps out and put the counters out and push that stuff around and watch, you know, watch a movie. And um, that was sort of like my early, early days. <coughs> Excuse me. And then after a bit, I got into the uh, other things like uh, Access and Allies and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I dropped out of all of it for a really long time. Like what age? What age? Probably like uh, middle of high school. This is we. There was a, a, a flowering. Yeah, is this is when I, you were flowering. Absolutely, you, you were blooming. <laughs> I, I bloomed. I, I decided what I liked. Oh, self abuse, nice. daily self abuse, and then <laughs> and longing yeah. after women. Self love. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Catholic. This is yeah, Catholic I, side, we so. all know. <laughs> Every seed is sacred. That's right. That's right. So. Um, I would say after high school, I really got out of it for a long time. Wasn't really into playing anything at all. No so RPGs, there, if, no if, war games, no so nothing. So if you could point to a podcast that kind of led you back to the, the, the Holy Land, which, which podcast would that be? Definitely War Games to Go. Oh, you that that <laughs> No, I'm being honest because I uh, – uh, I got back into gaming, right, about five years ago. Started was, it, was, up, it, was it the hmm? veg? Did he lure you in with the vegetable tray? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I was just doing some sort of search on the internet, I think, on, on iTunes and on war games, wargaming podcasts. And years came up, but I saw a lot of, uh, a ton of uh, episodes. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, yet. well, al alphabetically, we're designed to be first in the <laughs> alphabetical order. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> nice. That's good thinking. So I, I listened to like about four or five of this guys. And, uh, you know, he's a nice guy, obviously. It's a kind of a boring, drab uh, you know, very straight laced, uh, tight collar, you know, button up attitude of the whole thing. Keep and he going. Would interview you're, people. Sell, you're selling me on it. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's legit. So, uh, then I hear him mention you like, Oh, I can't believe there's a, another war gamer in, uh, in Santa Clarita. Oh, and I'm like, Santa Clarita is like fucking 20 minutes from me. Cause he mentioned, <laughs> he mentioned the one game we played together. That's funny. He did. Yeah. He, he had a, a very nice time. He didn't mention the vegetable platter. Did he mention me dipping in his house? Because I don't think he was a big fan of that. I don't think that he did. I don't think so. But that immediately made me want to go and listen to your part podcast. Which you, had, which you had initially ignored because we were so prolific. <laughs> exactly. See? I didn't Jason. feel like I was Volume, cool maybe. yet. Stalin was Volume. wrong. Quantity, quantities is not of equality. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, within like 10 minutes, I was like, these guys are my fucking friends, and this is hilarious. And I was have it, a long-ass drive. It's like an hour and a half each way. Was it the vasectomy episodes where those <laughs> are the ones where there are vasectomies? I, I don't think it was. <laughs> I can't remember what the first one was I listened to. But I just remember laughing out loud a bunch of times, which isn't uh isn't all that common when you're on a drive from you know up here to the valley right. and uh so it was good yeah i felt like i'd really found something and i just started gobbling through them running through them you know, and it kept saying you know come to bgg and look at the i'd been at bgg for a really long time right it was like come look at the guild and i was like well you know i'll look at the guild but do i have to ask permission to join or do i just hit join sure don't like, i held off for a day or two i wasn't sure and then i was like ah, i'll just join see what happens and then boom yeah i think uh i think it's worked out okay so far good and so since then what have you been playing so once you got once you got kind of hooked up with the guys uh first thing i got was uh battle him uh gettysburg and p ridge learned that uh played that solo by myself uh, then I went into uh, uh, Great Battles American Revolution, got that, bought SPQR, started learning that, hooked up with Braxton, played a few games with him, then bought ASL, started learning that. I'm going light, like really, really easy to digest kind of things at right, first. I don't right. want to get too deep. I'm going I'm to throw a little uh, uh, advice to my romance partner here. Uh, Jason, you're Darth Vader in us a little bit. on oh, the. Uh, am I too too close? Yeah, a little bit. If you're doing continuous, it's kind of like... Uh, I didn't mean we're, to. We're getting a little breathy. Oh, I need to, I need to reset my breath. Push it yeah. Maybe we're it's me. You no, know, no, maybe it's how I smell so good. He's nope, getting breath. Nope, it's not. Nope, it's not. I've been doing this long enough. I know he's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm saying maybe it's my presence making him breathy. Oh, that's right. It's the force. <laughs> it's the presence of the force. It's that like should a, be better. I'm excited cool. to be here. 
I mean, it, it, it gave us a lot of atmosphere. I mean, I thought it had a lot of gravity. <laughs> I thought I was on mute. It, 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 it added a lot of gravity, what uh, Hollywood's was saying. All right, so keep going. Uh, so, yeah, just some easy-to-digest things. Uh, ASL, SPQR, playing a lot of ASL online. Uh, did a little bit with you, doing some with Brian Cash. Uh, SPQR a lot with, with Braxton. Um, and then I got, uh, I, I heard one of your episodes where you were talking about Vietnam 6575 being one of the best games. And I'm like, well, shit, I guess I got to buy that. So I, uh, immediately posted on the guild, Hey, who's, uh, does anybody know of one or have one that they're not interested in anymore? And then, uh, uh, Ralph, uh, I believe it was hit me up and said, yeah, if you yep. want it, um, uh, I'll send it to you. Good old fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I, I'm uh, I'm learning that now and uh, starting that with you, which I think is going to be an embarrassing uh, little uh, journey of if this is how you actually play the game. Yeah, so we 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 got into victory games Vietnam sixty five to seventy five, and Hollywood and I sat down and we did Masher White Wing, and uh, it was good. I mean, like we learned, like I kind of like was the nice thing is I haven't played the game in probably ten years, and yet I still pretty much knew most of the concepts. The rules are pretty basic as far as how to understand them because it makes sense based on how combat works um there were some issues that we messed up like uh when different targeted nlf units would split what the pursuit bonuses were supposed to be we didn't know it was supposed to be the lowest bonus for any combat so little things like that but uh yeah. But yeah, Hollywood was the U.S. and I was the NLF, and he went on some wild and crazy runs with the first Cav across Quantum, trying to chase down NLF yeah. battalions. One of which ran into an NVA regiment. Yeah, yeah. Bad then, news. And Good then times. he then he said, "I'm going to double down," and he doubled down on the <laughs> NVA regiment. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to destroy them. Yeah, they're really good at fighting, though. But they got down to like four repels, which was pretty good. Wow. Because that almost takes the MVA out of the scenario because it's only the first turn. Because after that, you don't really want to risk them too much because you're afraid they might be destroyed. But then his dice turned cold, and that was that operation. You know, he tried to ride it yeah. through for a couple more rounds, but it was. Done. Yeah, I was going to say, let's be honest. Towards the end, I think I was about 40 victory points behind. In this scenario, yeah, you were. It, was, it may have been the worst loss in the history of Masher White. <laughs> yeah, it could. It, it, might, it might have. Been. <laughs> but I think we learned a lot from it. And and Jason, having seen how it plays out, um, I definitely don't think the NLF are supposed to be attacking any of those capitals. No, I don't think so. Because I tried it, and the one big lesson I learned, and I've not played a lot of NLF, is if you fight and they start bringing in defensive reserves. Right, hey, like you, you might, you, but and you might even still, maybe you still have a good pursuit bonus because you're kind of surrounding the town, and so you're like, well, I'm going to go again, and then you do well. The problem is, you, if you're going to retreat, you got to make sure you have a high enough pursuit bonus to be able to get away, right? Yep. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like as far as uh, <laughs> yeah, because you're the active unit, so when you're going to call it off, you have to make. And, and, and I made the mistake of not being able. I chose a round to get to call it off to stop attacking when my pursuit bonus was not high enough to where one of my regiment my regiment could actually get away from him. Mm. So that ended badly for us. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it wasn't. Again, Hollywood's dice came to the rescue because he had atrocious dice, and I was rolling like sixes for alerts. Oh, I find Jesus. that to be common in my in my vassal playing is that uh, 
I'll get hot for a moment and then all of a sudden it's 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 shit dice for like an hour. The beauty is I think Masher White Wing is a really great just warm-up to to play the tactical. I mean, you could play the one that's down in fourth core with the Yukon Delta. I don't think it's worth it. If you just all you're doing there is you're learning how to use riverine points, which is like whatever, you can figure that out. So after that one, we just jumped right into the uh the full campaign oh jesus i know i I remember i was like so which one are we playing next and you went i think we're ready for the full campaign and i just kind of swallowed hard and went okay i mean i don't i don't think you need to do much else i mean just go to the campaign because because are you guys playing live oh yeah yeah yeah, we're doing face on on vassal yeah Yeah. face to face on the super vassal um yeah, so the, the the problem is like a lot of the victory point condition things that you get in the, the scenarios that you're like, oh, well, that's weird. They make more sense once you're playing the campaign sure, when right. everything just affects pacification, right? So it's like, so uh, Hollywood bought all his Arvin and I watched him put them all down and then he came to the conclusion that, oh, wait, I can't cover all of the things I need to cover <laughs> with the Arvin. Yeah. Yeah. So Stretched th- a little thin. So then he decided he was going to buy some more uh, U.S. troops to come in, try to pay some, some more commitment to bring in some extra stuff. And then he had a coup. An immediate coup. So so he had the mystery man, three-star general, the guy that's really good, and they immediately cooed him. Yeah. Ouch. And drawing a new leader, I brought the mystery man. Brought back his son, the mystery <laughs> man. <junior. laughs> and I decided his name is Faux Q. <laughs> hey, that's fu. That's fu, buddy. That's fu. Don't get that wrong. It is fu, actually. Beating these it people is, laughing yeah. at you if you pronounce it yeah. fu. <laughs> if uh, the uh, the funny thing is, well, it's not funny. It's funny for me because so he coos. So immediately, South Vietnam drops eight morale points, and then the U.S. drops three morale points. So it's just like off to a fantastic Ouch. start. Yeah, that's great. So we're going to see a lot game. of. There's going to be a lot of U.S. heavy lifting in the first turn of the game, I think. Yeah, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. And, yeah, and Empire to Blood. me, it's all a learning game. It doesn't matter. It's not like yeah. I take any of this too seriously and get upset about winning or losing. I just, you know, it's just going to well, be fun. Well, and the game's so much fun. And it, it makes the operation so much fun when you're like, oh, my God, why didn't I buy that extra division? Because now I'm short three brigades for operations that I really need. And it was even during the... I mean, Master White Wings, I think a lot of fun. And uh, uh, Mike would be like, oh, so I'm going to move. I'm like, yep, you don't have any more Air Mobile, dude. He's like, oh, <laughs> how do I get out there? <laughs> yeah. Can't do I'm it. Like, I'm like, well, you have that one first cab battalion left that you haven't committed to any operations. Yeah. Now let's, let's bring him in. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, it's a beauty game. And then at one point he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna airlift, air mobilize this Korean regiment." I'm like, "Yeah, that's three air mobile points, dude. You're not doing that." So yeah. that was the end of that one. And that's how we learn. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. It's playing. It, it's it's going to be awesome. It was fun watching them coup. I mean, again on the loyalties, uh, Mike's dice were brutal because it's a plus three, two d six plus three for. Uh, initial two-star commander loyalties for Vietnam, and his guys were all like seven, seven, eight, seven. Like we're all, they were all low. Like yeah. he rolled like a four, five, four, four. The only, the only good rolls I had were for the Air Force and um, 
the Marines, I think, or something no, else. No, it was your Navy. It didn't the, matter. Yeah, Air Force Navy. Navy. <laughs> don't matter there, in that there game. Was, there was only loyal guys. <laughs> yeah. But even then, they might not be good. Like, the ones you really want to be loyal are the ones that are uh, have good efficiency. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't have anybody with good efficiency yet. <laughs> no. Well, you have some division commanders who are good, though, so they can they can sometimes carry the day for you. So, Well, when Let's, I was putting everything out, I, I was like, Oh, and let me just drag all these guys out here and put them out. And then, like, I realized I didn't put anything decent in first core or second core. It's all down in the delta. There's like maybe Marines or something up in the in the first core, and that was yeah, you that have, was you, a fatal flaw already. You have you have no one in second or third core. No Arvin true, but you have Arvin yeah. garrisons. That's it. Yeah, you you have no active. But also, you can't rely on those guys. Mitch just, is listening to this right now and laughing. <laughs> well, well, I did. That's I her. did text Mesh. I was laughing. I said, "Should I remind him to garrison Saigon?" <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's going to be is, important. You also texted me at one point saying uh, Hollywood's setting up his guys, and he's finding <laughs> out he doesn't. Have <laughs> I did not recall. That. Recall. You did. You did. I'll, I'll fucking shoot you a screenshot of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. So my realtor quotes. Yes, nice. I remember the realtor stories. All right, so let's see. So what else you got going on? That's good shit. Uh, just getting back to work. Um, so that's cut into my playing time and my game time. So, I mean, I learned a lot over the pandemic. Um, it was a good time to join the guild, really, and start to meet people. And I even got to meet you uh, a couple of times in person once we went to that, uh, that uh, bar. We were playing that card game while everyone oh, kind of yeah, that's right. Us. Yep, Stalingrad, yeah. Stalingrad game. And that's where you told me, you know, because I was I was a baby in the guild, <clears throat> and you were like, "Yeah, you know, you you come to the come to the con, you're gonna come for five days, and you're gonna leave with the best friends of your life." And I was like, "Well, that's a really fucking cool way of looking at it." And then I realized after like about a week. That was already happening. You know, the guys that I was starting to play with every day or talk to every day, even on like the rocket and all that stuff. I was just like, yeah, you know what? These are the people that I'm really starting to care about right now. It's a good group. Totally. Totally a good group. I'm really, it's a, it's life changing. Well, we'll say that. We'll say it's life changing. So if you're listening and you haven't joined the guild yet, go ahead and hit that button. It's super wow. easy. Yeah. There's no, there's no test. It's $5. No. $5. Well, there is if you're, on the, if you're on the show. That's well, that's true. That's, that's a quiz, though. That's not a test. The, the, you, have to earn the, you have to earn the quiz. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right, so speaking of the quiz, uh, Hollywood. Wait, there's it, a quiz? Oh, and first of all, hey, why are you called Hollywood? Ah, okay. What, yeah. do, you want to, do you want to talk at all about this? Or you sure. Wanna... Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't want to hide it. That's good. It's good. It's cool. Uh, I work in the movie business, and I've been doing it for about – uh, 28 years now, and I do makeup effects, which means I uh, kill people for a living, uh, dead bodies and, and, uh, and makeup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Baby fingers, whatever. He has a um, giant, a giant, real carbon, carbonized Han Solo in his house. That's true. That's really, I have, that's I have pretty a picture. Rad. A replica. I've taken a picture next to him. <laughs> yeah. I believe a your little, wife little was jealous. upset. My wife wanted to drive up there and see it. Then she found out about it. I want to drive know, up there right I, now. I sent you a picture, and then you were like, "Monica says she's coming up tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, and you can plug it in. It's got all the lights. Like, beep, oh, beep, that's beep, so beep. good. 
it's, yeah. it's, it's cool. and, he, and he has the moose head from uh, Johnny Carson. Jesus. That everyone throws their hats on. I love on. nerds. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun job, you know, but uh, like any job, it, it becomes a job at some point. But uh, I've been doing it for a long time. I run a shop now. Uh, I used to work at a place uh, for many years called K&B, where I got to work on, like, Robert Rodriguez movies and Quentin Tarantino movies. Nice. And, uh, you know, Walking there, Dead. Were there a lot like of that. blood effects in those movies? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've certainly had my hand stain red uh, more than a thousand times, probably. You've had some intestines in your hands. Absolutely. There's photos of me with intestines in my hands. I'm certain of it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and after I think about four years ago, there was a friend of mine and I was on set with the uh, Twin Peaks movie. And I had uh, a head crush thing I was doing there. And he was there doing makeup. Because uh, that was one of those movies that would get a bunch of different people from other shops and people together. And uh, we started chatting. I had worked with him at this other place uh, years before, and we'd become good friends back then. And I knew that he had started his own shop, and he'd had it running for a while. And I actually had gone and worked for him on like a, the one or two times that I was laid off for like a couple of weeks, went and painted a monster suit for him. And he was like, yeah, I'm looking for someone to run my shop. And I was like, really? Well, I... I'm looking to maybe run a shop. And he was like, well, we should talk. So we started talking and uh, we worked it out. And I started work, working for him about four years ago. So now I am now I am kind of the boss and I run a makeup effects studio for him. And we get to do a lot of, uh, a lot of cool stuff. Right now we're doing things like uh, the resident at the uh, medical show. Uh, we do things for Snowfall. Uh, we did uh, the last uh, defunct season of Orville. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, a few and things. The, fun the funny thing is Mike's studio is like half a block from where my police station was, where I used to work. Oh. So it's like, it's like right there. Jesus. Yeah. So it's um, it's well, good. It's super cool. So his shop's in a bad area. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not in a great area. Occasionally there's a takeover and somebody Body else Van owns Ice. our building. Body of <laughs> Yeah. BVM, BVM. Yeah. I'll send my runner out there with the, to scrub off the uh, scrub off the wording off the day door. <laughs> and right. somebody will roll by and go, I wouldn't do that if I were you. That's right. <laughs> Are you painting letters or just painting? <laughs> That's good. All right. So there is a quiz. And now, Hollywood, I wanted to let you know that this quiz is completely voluntary. It's optional. You cool. don't have to do it. So if we leave, we're just going to post this and that's it, huh? That's it. It'll just be us. Yep. The three cool. of us talked and we'll just <laughs> right. we'll put Fantastic. this in our pockets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be just fine. So, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, if you want to take it, you can. I mean, everyone has. So there's no, there's no peer pressure in this. Uh, I mean, no, everyone's no, doing of course it. Not at all. Right. No, but you, you would be the only one to ever not take it. The one time we took it, that's it. I always kind of like to stand out and be that one guy that, uh, of course, I'm going to take it. Let's do it. Yeah, that's right. Let's not, <laughs> let's not have that be this time. So the other question then is, do you want uh, myself or Jason to be your assistant during this quiz? Well. Or wingman. That's a good question. Wingman. That's, that's better than assistant. Yeah. I've become... Uh, I've become close to both of you, so it's actually a pretty tough decision. But, but do, um, do you want to win the quiz? But, but yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Jason's had a couple. Um, 
<laughs> Jason's already trying to back away. And uh, I, th- I think Braxton said something about send my regards to Jason. So I don't think it's going to be a. Well, I did. I definitely think he said there's no Vietnam stuff in there. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with with, uh, with you, Dave, as my right. wingman. And uh, I want to hear Jason, who's had a couple, pronounce some fantastic. No. Uh, yeah, I forgot names. about that part. Well, and again, I, I've used the scientific method that we always use to make sure that I don't know the answers. I took my glasses off while I was printing it out, so I couldn't reach <laughs> it. <all that. laughs> I do love that you print it out, though. I have to print it's, it. It's 2020. But I don't like clicking around because then it fucks with my push to talk. That's true. Because I've got the push to talk mic. So that's fair. Oh, and we're just we're just really getting into it, Braxton. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. This one doesn't have a subtitle. It's just the September okay, podcast I'm gonna, I'm gonna, quiz. I'm going to get all sweaty too. I'm going to get sweaty in here. It's time for name that opposing commander. The Battle of Gandahara, three hundred four BC. My commander is uh, Seleucus, 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 Nicator. Who is yours? I'll put it in the chat here. Yeah, we're going to need a battle name for that, probably. Uh, that's, my, that's my commander. The, the battle is Gandahara, 304 BC. Sounds like an Indian battle. This is totally my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Said no one. How, Dude, you're, how would you say you're that? Playing Dave? Braxton. Uh, yeah, I'm not playing him in Gandahara. I can... You mean <laughs> so, so, you mean that the names? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seleucus Nicator. I don't know. It's a dead language. Seleucus. We, we've been yeah, over this. <laughs> it's. Right. I think it. I would say Seleucus. Okay. Sure. I was pretty close to that. Nick Nicator. Is it Seleucus the first Nicator? I don't know. I don't know. All right. I have no idea. So, let's just pick a Roman name, and we will say uh, uh, something. Okay, it's gonna wait. Who's it, the other it's, guy? It's it's Greek. It's somewhere in the east, I think. Somewhere in the east. Do I mean, like Gandahara to- sounds a lot like Kandahar, right? So, like yeah, India, right. like Pakistan. You're never gonna guess it in a million years. I usually guess Ptolemy or something like that for these ones, or uh, or, or Attila the Hun. Guess Attila you know the what? Hun. I, I will. Oh, no, it's too. It's too early for it till then. Don't guess that. Three or four BC. <laughs> yeah, what about right. King Porus? How about Alexander the Great? Guess Alexander the Great. Uh, what year is it? It might be three or four. Yeah, that's not Alexander. I don't think, and it's definitely not Jesus. No, because it's three or four BC. It's pretty close. <laughs> Just because you said Kandahar, which is, or, reminds me of Afghanistan, how about, how about, how about I'm going to say King Porus. How about fake Jesus? <laughs> wow. No comment. Uh, the, the correct answer is Chandra Gupta, excuse me, Chandra Gupta Mayara, Maria, Maria. He's Chandra he's Gupta Maria. Some, he's got so some close. self-help books, so doesn't he? <laughs> I, I saw that guy on 90 Day Fiance. I think I saw that. <laughs> yeah, right, on 90 right. Day Fiance. <laughs> Siege of. I'm going to prison now. I'm going to prison. Sorry. Now I didn't, I, no, no, I didn't no. want to throw you off. <laughs> now I see why you. I was I was copying and pasting and trying to push the talk. Uh, Siege of. Agrigimentum. Oh Lord. Uh, Two sixty-two BC. 
260 what? 262 Bravo Charlie. Um, Jesus Christ, can we get above the zero, yes, BC? Please. Uh, my commander is Lucius Postumius. Who is yours? I don't know any of these, so good luck. I, I guess Alexander for all of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, that's yeah. Um, these, uh, these, like all of these names are the worst. Two sixty six. Two sixty six. That's like the first it's in the no, It's it's literally printed in front of your face. <laughs> two sixty two. Okay, okay, okay. Then we're talking. We're talking like first Punic War type era. What was the guy's name? Uh, are we? Yeah, maybe. I'll put it in the chat. Jake, get Scipio. Yeah, who's the commander? Lucius. Lucius. Postumius oh, sounds like Post a really bad, bad last name. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I think he's dead. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to I'm gonna do, wing do it. Do a Hamilcar. Do like a Hamilcar or Hannibal. Throw out a Carthage. You know, it, it could be. It could be like uh, it could be a Hamilcar Barca. So let's go there. Nice. Uh, he does say if you don't know the answer, play more Carthage. Um, the the correct answer is Hanno. Oh, okay. Hanno? Yeah, we had the yeah, wrong relative. Yeah, we had yeah. the wrong relative. It's close. We close. It's close. No, no, on the right track. We were in the world. I'm closer than I would have gotten. Long distance high five. Yep. Dad. Nice. The Battle of uh, Mar Marigiano, fifteen fifteen A.D. My commander is Marks Royst. Who is okay? Yours? We're we're gonna need all the info. Yep, I'm getting it. I'm getting there. You guys, you guys, vamp. What's up with Jason's bad pronunciations, huh, Mike? Terrible. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Battle Mar of Margiano. Boy, that, that robot, robot voice did a great job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only that was recorded. Mark Royce. I don't know. Margiano, right? That's, that's more or less what I said. Is this like... Uh, Holy Roman Empire type shit. I don't know. Jason's like, hey, it's like Maranara, right? That's the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Forget about it. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. A long fucking time ago. <laughs> I'm walking here. All right. Uh, I, well, 1515. Uh, it's, it's, I'm guessing it's Italian wars, but Marx Royce have no idea. Uh, I'm going to guess Charles the Bold. With the umlaut, it looks German, right? I'm gonna guess yeah. it's a guy. That, I'm gonna guess he's Swiss, and it's a bunch of French guys that are trying to kill them. So I'm gonna guess Charles the Bold of Burgundy. That sounds great. Uh, Francis the First. That was so what French, I was wondering. I, I thought I maybe Frenchy. it might be him, but I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you fucker! Son of a bitch. We might not be recording this podcast, by the way. Uh, so next up is the Battle of Honigfeld, 1629. Oh, my lord. My, my commander is Stanislaw. Man, Braxton, I need some phoneticism in this. This is right. uh, get, not fair. get, get C-Rack yeah. on the on the, on the Hey, blower. maybe somebody needs to start studying his history more so he won't always have to narrate all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> eh, that's, you know that's never going to happen. 
I don't like, like Rob Burgundy. If it didn't happen, if it if it happened before 1775, not interested. So now Stanislaw Konik Polski looks like Stanislaw King of the Poles to me. Ah, so mm-hmm. that that I think yeah, is a look Polish at you. Commander. Did you take Latin in school? No, I've been hanging out with C-Rack for okay. a while. <laughs> nice. So who? So it's it's Honigfeld. Uh, which again kind of looks like Kingsfield 1629. Uh, it's the Poles, god, but the Poles were fighting like everyone, right? This is where Dave's at his best, he's puzzling it out, he's making some linguistic connections. Yeah, 1629, yeah, usually wrong, usually incorrect, but still, um, I love the narration, I'm here for it. I feel you've got this. I feel like you're 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 reaching into something here. So the period I'm looking at, I think it's too early for the Great Northern War between Sweden and Poland, or that area, whatever Sweden did, where they, Charles the Twelfth came down and fought everyone. Uh, I'm. It could be like Poles. The Poles fought everybody, right? It could be Poles against Lithuanians, Poles against Russians, Poles against. I would guess maybe Poles against. Russians, and then I would just maybe pull out Peter the Great, and that would be my only guess. <laughs> That's a good way to get there. So let's go with Peter the Great for two hundred. <laughs> uh, you forgot who is it? Is uh, Gustav Adolf the Second? Oh motherfucker! It was one right. of those Gustavus right. Adolphuses. Yeah. I remember Gustav yeah. Adolf the First. He didn't yeah. Do fuck I, off. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He didn't do right. in history. Also, I realized I said Ron Burgundy. I meant Ron Swanson. Excuse me, listener. <laughs> <laughs> someone's someone's that's, already critiqued that's the groundy talking. So cancel the email. Yep. Delete. Yep. Delete yep. that draft. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, I wait feel like Braxton is punishing us because he's had a lot of time off. I think and it's so. been a while. Goodness gracious. There was a, this, a, this one's especially brutal. Yeah. I think I think people we have get, been saying they were too easy. That's the problem. We've had a couple <laughs> softballs, but like throw, you know, one or two per category. This is this is rough. All right. Th- yeah. This one's this one's a little bit more in my wheelhouse. Uh Rock of the Marne. This is the first battle of the Marne, nineteen fourteen. My commander is Helmoth uh Helmut. Von Molke, who is yours? It's going to be a. Is it going to be a French guy? What do you think, Dave? Uh, the Marne, mm-hmm. probably right. Um, so, who are all the French guys? There were a bunch that got fired, right? And then there were some that took over. Who was the first one? Nineteen fourteen is probably the first guy. Yeah, that would be at the very beginning of the war. First battle, first battle of the Marne. Uh, Clash of Giants, he says. Like there, there's there's Falk. Isn't Folk? Isn't that one? F-O-C-H? Isn't he one? As a French dude? Yeah, isn't that a French one? I thought it was a French one. I don't know. I don't know World War One. I'm not a good source of this stuff. I know World War One planes. These guys are on the ground. I know Patan, but he's later. But they're done. Uh well, I'm uh, French. This is a shame. This is embarrassing. <laughs> we we can go. No. We can go with. It's, go it's, with it's fun to listen to. Uh, I thought you were into World War One. Only planes. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are way below where I was. Okay. What about like hot air balloons and stuff? That's right. Yeah. yeah Only to cool. shoot at. Only to shoot at or yeah. fly, they, they, fly around. They blow up real nice. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, that's our guess. F O C H. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Joffrey. Oh, that would have been a huh? good guess, too. Yeah. If, ho- if Hollywood would know anything about military history. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Right. And uh, uh, it doesn't get easier. I'll say that. All right, we're plugging away. Please, let, we're just hoping it goes into Great. the Civil War at some point. It's the only way to say this. <laughs> good luck. Uh, it's time for which fucking war is it? Name the war or military conflict that each listed battle is associated with. Ooh, and the pronunciation just and and, just and for the record, set. I gave Braxton at least two weeks to come up with this quiz. So this is not a last minute request. Yeah, he's really taking it to us. Here we go: the Battle of uh, Panormus, two fifty oh, BC. Jesus Christ, Panormus sounds like a fat dinosaur. Yep. <laughs> And, and so we have to say what battle it was what or what war, war that's associated with. I'm going to say that's the first Punic War. I'm going to say you're correct. Oh, my God. Boom. I'm not even waiting for final answer. We'll Boom. take it. Yeah. Nice. We, we can't be wasting time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We have it. families. We have <laughs> <Yeah>. families. <laughs> All right. I'm I got, out. I got some Thanks, serious guys. drinking to do. Uh, this this is a professional sports. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Clearly. I'll take first Punic Wars for 200. <laughs> That's right. The Siege of Masada, 73 AD. Well, I'm sorry, what was the last one? Masada? Masada. Okay. Am I, do I sound uh, okay? Uh, that, okay? Am I, am uh, I coming yeah. through? No, no, you're fine. So yeah. that was that's one of the Judean Wars, but there's mm-hmm. like there's like a, more than one of them. So I'm going, I would say it's either the second or the third Judean War. Probably uh, this, yeah, probably the second. Um, I was going to say I'm leaning towards the second. How about the first? Oh, the first Roman Jewish War. Don't we get some kind of brownie points for at least calling yes. Judean War? Nope. Wow. See, see, we already, I, we already got a point. Now he's not going to be <laughs> nice. <to us. laughs> Uh, the Battle of Chartres, 1360. Can we get a spelling for that, sir? Sure. How's okay. that said? With your God, French. Yeah. I don't know. My kids are both taking French, which is funny because I speak mostly Spanish. Chartres? I, I speak normal Chartres, 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 I think. Chartres, yeah. The Battle of Chartres. There, there you go. Yeah, 1360. Uh, what's the question? Uh, what what war is that associated what war? with? Okay. 1360. This is you, Dave. You could you guess, know this one. You, you, you could guess the Hundred Years' War, which is nice because it gives you a nice spread. It covers <laughs> 100 spread. years, yeah. Plus or minus. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's honestly the best one I can come up with. When was the Hundred Years' War? Do you know? Uh, well, when was Agincourt? I know Agincourt was right in the middle of it. I want to say, and I don't want to embarrass myself, I want to say Agincourt was in the 1400s. Like below 14, <laughs> like 360? <laughs> no, I, I think I think Hundred Years' War is your best Before 1460. Hundred Years' yeah. War is your best bet. Yeah, Hundred Years' War. That is, that is correct. Boom! Yes! Yeah! High Nicely done. Five. Yep. Boom! 
That just happened. <laughs> you witnessed that. You guys in your cars, you fucking heard it. To pull over. No one's in their cars right I now. I know you're celebrating with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, believe me, back in LA, everyone's back in their cars. Are they? Away. Jesus. Yeah, they're still trying uh, to get home from work. <laughs> traffic. Traffic is almost. Hollywood's telling really? traffic is almost back to normal. Oh, levels. Jesus. I'm still. Took me yet. an hour and 40 minutes today. God bless. Yeah. Uh, the Siege of Sevastopol, 1854. Okay. Crimean War. Boom. That is, that is correct. I like, I like the, uh, played. the the surety. Mm-hmm. Well, when you gave me the date, I knew that was that yeah. was the date. Yeah. Uh, this one, strangely, doesn't have a date on it. The Battle of Kalenda. The further you get from Christ and the closer to Jason's birthday, yep. birth year, I'm more accurate. <laughs> BJ. There was a term for that. What BJ. 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 AJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Before Jason and after Jason. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We all we all love the BJ period. Yeah, AJ's big, not great. Big, yeah, no, no one likes AJ. Don't touch me. That that's just her walking off to the bathroom to wash <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here for that. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Like, what, I'm no, here for the BJ. Well, I'm like, what? No towel afterwards? Okay. <laughs> Hotel sheets. All right. The Battle of Colenso. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. No year. Oh, son of a bitch. I, yeah. I really needed a year. <laughs> no year. Yeah. Yeah. It, rings a bell. it rings a bell with me. Um, <clears throat> this is a more recent one, I'm thinking. More recent, like? Like modern times. Not, yeah. not, not like. But for me, my, for me, super. modern times is is Napoleon and later. <laughs> <laughs> You're so progressive. Yeah, yeah. right. Gunpowder, gunpowder. Colenso is uh, Jesus. Oh, I'm gonna be pissed if I don't get it. It's it's not Franco Prussian War. It's more. 1899. I'll give you that. Oh oh, 1899. Okay. Jesus, is it? A, oh, it might be a naval battle. Because that that would explain why I don't know what it is. If it is, because mm-hmm. um, eighteen ninety nine, you had uh, around that time you had the Russians and the Japanese fighting. You had uh, it could be like some Turkish bullshit. It might be some Turkish bullshit, like Turkish and Austrians, or uh, or or Russo Japanese, or, or, or Russians and Turks. I don't think it's Russians and Japanese, because Tsushima's the big one there, uh-huh. Port, Port Arthur. Um, it sounds almost like it's an Italian thing. So I'm wondering if it's, I don't know. But I've narrowed it down as much as I can. You have to guess at this point. Uh, would uh, Russians and Turks, is that what one of them? Yeah, Russians and Turks. It could be Russians and Turks. It could be Italians and Turks. Let's go with the Russians and Turks. So what war would that be? The Russo-Turkish war. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> it's the Second Boer War. Oh, that's oh. why I just read that fucking book. That's why Colenso. Right. Nice. It's the, it's the Boers. Fuck. Though I would never remember that particular fight. <laughs> that's all right. No. All right. It's oh, this. I think this might be a new one. It's time for name that opposing belligerent. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. This is okay. cool. Nice. This is cool. Oh, and I can I can say I think most of these names, plus or minus. Good, uh, I have a chance. 
<laughs> the Battle of Zella, 67 BC. I am the Roman Republic. Who are you? Who is the belligerent faction to the Roman Republic in the Battle of Zella, 67 BC? Is is that a... That's pre-Caesar. Is it... Uh, uh, what's his face? The Pyrrhus? Is that Pyrrhus when he came over? Uh, I think this is like... Is this Italian War stuff? I don't know. Pyrrhus is, is like way earlier. Pyrrhus okay. is like a Beneventum. So, like. so 67... Is it Gauls? Um, it might be Gauls or when was the uh, when was the uh, the slave revolt? Oh, like Spartacus stuff. Yeah, could be. Sp- we they've nailed. It. I've never guessed the correct a Spartacus question, so I'd be willing to guess <laughs> Spartacus just to get it right for once. What year is it again? Sixty-seven BC. Sixty-seven. Yeah, fuck it. Let's say Spartacus. The kingdom of Pontus. Oh yeah. Oh Mithridates. It's Mithridates. I love you guys. I have. No I wrote a, You're I saying wrote a, all these fucking words. No, 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 no. no. I, I wrote. A, I wrote. A, I actually wrote a college paper on Mithridates on the Mithridatic Wars. I love you guys. Pumpy. <laughs> this. What a here, wasted education that here, was. Here's one. Here's one. The battle. I went of off Hay- and became a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Written papers about Mithridates. Who? <laughs> yeah. I was chasing guys. Chasing guys who sold purses. <laughs> the Battle of Hastings, 1066 AD. I am the Normans. Who are you? Saxons. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good, good Canadian metal band. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. How about the Battle of Luthen, 1757? I am Prussia. Austria. That is correct. Jeez. Well, pump the brakes there, kid. <laughs> now we're just showing off. <laughs> it's, that was so obvious. Like it's, I get. I guess it's just. Those are good ones. Wheelhouse more. How about this one? The Battle of San Jacinto, eighteen thirty-six. I am the Mexican Republic. Who are you? Can you type the name? Jacinto. That's that's San Jacinto. J a c i n t o. Right. Jacinto. J a c i n t o. Eighteen thirty-six. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the the U.S. Right. Yeah, or the, or Texas. Oh, it is Texas. It is Texas. It's Texas. Boom. The Republic Texas. of Texas. Yeah. Yeah, Americans. Yeah. Nice. America. Nicely done. They're not. They're no. They're Texas. Though. Yeah. And how about the Battle of uh, Caporetto, nineteen seventeen? I am Austria Hungary. Who are you? Probably the Italians. <laughs> With a name like Caporetto. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna Forget throw about there. it. You climbing? You climbing here? Hey, I'm climbing here. I'm climbing here. Yeah, Get climbing the fuck here. Out. Hey, I'm climbing Come on here. Hey, Caporetto, how you doing, huh? Hey. Say hello to your mother. Marie, get in the fucking car. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys need to watch Karen. out if you're going to come out here. <laughs> Karen, I'm still going to go out. What the fuck are you doing, Karen? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So good. Yeah. All right. Dave, tell me what time it is. Okay. It's almost it's almost refill time. It's bonus. Oh shit. Hey, what was the answer to that question? It was Italian. Italy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Why do you think we did Italian accents for like 10 seconds? I just thought we were doing an Italian thing. Oh, I, hey, I was hey, rolling hey. with it. Hey. If it was wrong, it would have shit all over you. This is the oh. Italian episode. Yeah, we're trying to increase our Italian followers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We, we, we have Australia. We have Sweden. Let's. We need We need that, that strong Italian. Yeah, we don't know contingent. if it's COVID or yeah. what, but like uh-huh. we really expected a yeah. big uptick in Italian followers with the COVID lockdowns, but it has not well, panned out. I mean, Wargaming is a graying sport. Yeah, and true. apparently there that's are a true. lot of grayers in uh, in that's Italy. That's true. That was part Maybe of the problem, get on board. So. Yeah. So, let's do it. All right. I do so, have a question though. What? Uh, what's the bonus? It's a, it's bonus questions. They're bonus. They're added on to the end. Uh, okay. So we don't have to take them though because we've already won. Well, uh, you can, um, but you don't have to. I mean, to be clear, but if you take them. Uh, they're going to count against you and count for you based sure. on how you do. Uh, they won't really change your score unless you get them right. I was going to say, <laughs> if you get them wrong and they change your score the, back down they to will zero, not, it will not detect you out. from your score at all. So, I mean, that's why it's bonus, I think. Basically, like everything <laughs> in life is bonus. If you do it, it just adds something to your life. That's right. One way let's or take, the other. Let's take the bonus then. All right. Good, good selection. You guys are above. 500 am i right i know you're at uh Start it out seven seven out of uh 15. That's, that's... yeah i think i think give or take i think, I think braxton's fucking with us but uh luther was bit. a hanging curveball i think luther <laughs> threw a hanging curveball there <laughs> yeah a little, little change up let's get with a little who the fuck said that shit or where, it's, it's where in the fuck what did they I? fight well, first, oh, okay. the, the the next section is actually yeah, uh, I like how long does it take Dave? How long does it take Dave to go get another beer? Because that, that's right, what should, I'm we, should we do that now? Let's do that let's, now. Let's do that. Okay. All right, be right back. So are you guys in the shop every day now? Yeah, I've been going in uh, Monday through Friday. I actually been doing that for a while, but we literally just this last week started back to regular hours. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm back. Cool. All right. I'm sorry. What were you guys talking about while I was gone? You guys talking about me? <laughs> we were. Uh, no. Because you stopped <laughs> right when I got back here. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for where in the fuck did they fight? Where in the fuck did they fight? Name hopefully, them. they uh, hopefully wherever it is, it was after zero AD. <laughs> <laughs> Name the war campaign, battle, or operation that each listed military persona is most known for commanding or commanding in Ajax. Which war? Trojan War. That is correct. They've Damn, Hollywood! I, just, I should let you try to guess first. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool. That was no, because cool. that's out. what I would have said. Right. Uh, you like bath- you like bathrooms and kitchens. Here's that's the most effective. <laughs> that's right. Here's here's one for the guild. Tokugawa, uh, Aya, Ayasu. Ieyasu. Tokugawa Ieyasu. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dave. Dave knows it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, guild, he does. Guild, guild favorite. Guild what? Favorite. He's guild he's, favorite. He's a hero. Uh, okay. And it's a, it's which war? Mm. Battle. 
Oh. I got nothing. Very popular guild game. That's what I'm saying. With blocks. Uses blocks. And cards. GMT. I, in fact, I'm shocked that you and I have not played this, and we should play it at uh, Sekigahara. Yes. That is correct. Nice. Yeah, Mike, should, Mike you, you and I, you and I need to really play it at the con. It'll, it's a great game. Are you coming to the con, Mike? I yes. am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My intention yeah. is absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'm we need. Paid. We need some Sekigahara at the at the con. Right. Like face to face. Yeah. Nothing like it. Yeah. Where you're like you're like so fuck you. You're like loyal loyalty loyalty motherfucker. Fucking son of a bitch. I was actually thinking the other day about getting it because you, oh, it's, you, it's great. one day you reached out to me on like a Friday night and you were like, yeah. hey, what are you up to? You want to yeah. play Sekigahara? And I was like, uh. <laughs> oh, it's great. And, it's and so the, the pieces are really nice. I mean, it's a really nice physical game. Cool. All you right. Uh, Peter the Great. Which, Peter the great. Uh, which war? That's that uh, we were talking about that earlier. Is it the? It's a great northern war. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Dave's killing it. You really he made really, the right choice here. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Can you imagine how many Jason? If he picked you, oh, how many Jesus. would you have to win? Uh, snooze zero. Fest. <laughs> Jason would have got a big zero. <laughs> would we be teetering on oblivion? I would have gotten the next <laughs> with one. My well, I would have gotten the right questions. That's that's what I would have gotten. Maybe, and I would have remembered this one. it. You would have no. been like, I know he's a block. Tokugawa was always there. <laughs> All right. How about Chief Joseph? This is what I would have known. So I would have been two for 20. I mean, that's Chief not bad. Joseph. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Dave? Indian Wars? Uh, it's something like that, but I want to guess because it's I don't want to be more specific. I don't want to be thrown in prison for being racist, so I don't want to guess the wrong answer. Oh, come on. Like condemned. Uh, I, it, it could be a Navajo thing. Is it a Navajo? Like we need a tribe. You're asking for a tribe. Uh, which war? Um, yeah. It is. It is the tribe. Yeah. Okay. So, so then so there's like the Apache, Apaches, Navajo. What's Sioux. the name again? Chief Joseph. Chief, Chief Joseph. Joseph. Ooh, you know what? Sue. You said Sue, and I went Sue and Joseph. They sound like a good couple. So let's um, go with that. Nope. <laughs> like a girl named Sue. <laughs> <laughs> or a boy. A squaw named Sue. Was it a squaw yeah. named Sue? No. That's it. Am, am I done now? I'm cut off. <laughs> is that the, the Sue Wars? It is the Nez Pierce War. Yeah, oh, see that? No, no one knows what Pacific that is. Pacific North. <laughs> 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 and uh, to close us out, uh, oh, Dave, I'm going to need some more help. Uh, Tomoyuki Yamashita. Actually, right, I did. Type, I did type, a, type it for me. I, I did okay. Tomoyuki Yamashita. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm going to type it in. The Japanese pronunciation is actually very simple. It's always the same sounds. It's very rare. Right, because it's very phonetic. It's very yeah. It's, it's very rare. Each it, it's, is a, a, it's it's syllable. a young it's a young language, so it's rarely different. Syllable sibilance syllable. It's Tomoyuki Yamashita. This so, is yeah. what battle? Um, battle yep. or campaign. Now it could be in that case it could be Tomoyuki Yamashita. Yeah. That's the, that's the only yeah. thing that would change. The emphasis but the pronunciation's right on it. Yeah. 
Like the I, U is always the same. That's, it's actually the easiest language to pronounce. The yeah, U is I, always U. The I is mm -hmm. always E. Yeah. The O is always O. Yeah, none of the consonants fucking the vowels up. So it's it's where he fought? Uh, the campaign or battle. Okay, so it's. I think it's either going to be uh, Singapore or the Philippines. Um, and I would guess... Singapore, the Malayan campaign, but it's up to you, Mike, what you want to do. Mm. It could be the Philippines. I think it's Singapore. Singapore. It yeah. is Singapore. Boom. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking these guns. I'm killing it. That's 10. That's 10 out of 20. That's a good score. Oh you know, gosh. We, it started off That's a good. little dodgy. Yeah. You know, by like Dude, question yeah. three, I was peeing a little. That la that last that last answer just made my entire month. Nice. That just rocked it. That was so good. Yeah. Singapore. So, Look at how good we were. Bringing up Japanese army generals? Are you kidding me? No, that's good shit. Did you see that? I just did that, that and I recorded happened. it. I recorded it uh -huh. too for posterity. Oh, People nice. are going to witness that starting oh, tomorrow. I want to see at the con. I want to see some high fives based on this. Like, hey, respect. <laughs> bro, I want to see guys coming up to bro, me like, "Dude, I heard bro. that quiz." Bro, bro, Dude, bro. Yamashita, Yamashita, right? bro. <laughs> it's like, do you even Yamashita, bro? Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> siege, siege of Singapore. Bring it! Like, come on. What you What you know about Yamashita? Yeah, that's right. Do you even know how to garrison naval strong points? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, also, right. yeah. thanks for not picking me. That That would have been uh. ugly. Uh, you're you're welcome. <laughs> I don't mind giving it. I'm, I'm, putting, I'm, I'm putting the memory of that answer in my spank bank. Oh it's yeah. Going into my oh, own yeah. Spank bank. It's going to be like a little thing between us now. We'll just like <laughs> text each other Yamashita. <laughs> Yamashita. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Don't no. Don't make it weird, Mike. I just told you I was putting my spank bank. That, <laughs> that sounds strange. No. <laughs> just embrace it. Go with it. I'm just going to send Tomoyuki question mark. <laughs> I'm like I'm busy. I'm busy. Peach, don't come in. You're like you've been in there for ten minutes. Dave, what are you drinking? I'm drinking beer. I've got uh, some local shit out there. I do. I am from the Mother's Brewing Company down in Springfield, Missouri. I have the Oktoberfest Marzen Lager. Nice. Nice. Which I guess used to be the traditional Oktoberfest beer. Uh, the other cool beer I've got is a uh, a beer that I've been drinking called uh, Among the. It's 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 called something like Among the Willows, which I guess is a Missouri or Midwestern Western term for being out of town. Like you're like the law's looking for you, so you're off in the woods. <laughs> Out of town, and of course, and, Missouri has a saying for that. And this this small brewery on their their cans of beer, it's great. They've got a picture of a Confederate cavalryman riding through the woods, shooting a pistol back at two three <laughs> Union cavalrymen who are chasing nice. them. Just really embracing it. Yeah, I'm like, that's like outlaw Jersey Wales country. That's right. No, totally, totally. It's so good. So I'm like, yes, that's my beer. I'm like, I don't even care if it sucks. I'm drinking a six pack of that at least a week. I fucking love Josie Wales. Yeah, so that's that's what we do. Yeah, and it, Josie Wales teaches you that people from Kansas are horrible. <laughs> Fair. That's that's yeah. the lesson I got yeah. from that movie. I saw it about eight times. I'm like, oh no. Looks like I caught me the Josie Wales. My grandmother was like, your aunt Pearl. She works at a library in Kansas. I'm like, nope. I don't want to meet that lady. 
I saw Josie Wales. <laughs> Red legs. She, she's got that wagon. She's going to flip that, that canvas up. I'm not going over there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I bet it is a library. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm drinking beer. What about nice. you, Jason? Uh, I had a few, I'll say a few, Negronis. What I've what I've taken to doing is just I make a bottle of Negroni and then just pour it in a glass when I'm ready for it. So I I, I don't keep track as precisely. I don't see um, that recommended on Bar Rescue as a bar technique. But. <laughs> I think they they recommend against it, but you know I'm not trying to make money. I'm trying to trying to drink my pain away. Well, it's consistency. That's what you're going for, right? Oh yeah, and I have and I have that and volume uh, <laughs> mainly yes. volume and. Uh, you know, when I take one bottle out of the fridge rather than three out of the liquor cabinet, it, it looks a lot, you know, the, the optics are a lot oh, better. I like it. Are uh, you getting eyeballed? <laughs> uh, you know. Well, your, your wife will go on these kicks where she's like, I'm not going to drink, right? And so then does that usually last for very long? No, it doesn't. Because I've heard lasts, several of these. I've heard several of these. It lasts about three days. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like, I don't like this, so I'm going to stop drinking. Like, like oh man I'm like I'm like I put on so much weight and I'm not going to the gym and yada like and then we have cheeseburgers and tater tots and that's you right. know, we each have two drinks for dinner it's like yeah what the fuck what what do you want what do you want uh, but I switched from that to uh, whiskey and soda because it's easier in the well that's like with my life, wife here. my wife will be like I'm starting to gray a little bit I'm like I can't see shit anymore I so care. I don't even fucking notice. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, who knows? Like, I don't no. know. I'm your, I'm your, I might be your perfect mate because I can't even tell. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, what do you got going on? Uh, what am I drinking? Yeah. Uh, or, I got, or what are you eating? Uh, I, I have a couple of milligram mint that's uh, working its way into my system. Oh, I nice. some water for the cotton mouth. We're doing little perfect. edibles. I like it. Little, little uh, legal edible. That's uh, good. That's also good. known as medicine. That's how Mike rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If my wife was cool, I would do that, but she'll never tolerate it. See, I know uh, yeah. right, so. so Aaron, it could be our it could be our little personal Yamashita, if you know what I'm uh, saying. I know. Yeah. Aaron partakes, but I, uh, I, I, uh, marijuana and alcohol for me is a bad combination, and I would rather drink. So yeah, but she'll she'll yeah. partake. Yeah. I'll bring you some Tomoyuki to the. Uh, uh, just our secret my my problem is i just can't eat a fifth of a cookie it's not gonna happen (laughs) yeah 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 fuck you make 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 one cookie i'm not i'm not cutting the cookie into five little pieces (laughs) (laughs) you're like oh it looks good let me just take the whole thing it's gonna it's gonna end end with me jumping off a building (laughs) like oh my god i am so high So, uh, guys, I want to just start off. I know. I, yeah, I want to. I want to talk we, about it. Let's get into we, it. We we try to. I know we we try to keep these uh, shows based on wargaming, but there are some topical events. There's <sighs> been some recent. So it's September 18th. Yeah. That we're doing this, and there is some shocking news that just came over. It's a breaking news. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Flip or Flop. I know. Uh, of course, big fan. But Chris, Christina Anstead is divorcing. Her husband, Ant. Her new husband, who's oh, a douchebag. No, really? Right? Yeah. And they her new just, show sucks. They've only been married for two years. Yeah. Yeah. And, Bring Tark uh, back. Right, Tark. Hey, but Tark, Tark was always like, I'll be honest. They would always shoot Tark like he was doing something. And the flip flops, like, come on, guy. Basically, yeah. the whole the tile the laying of, is bullshit. The whole episode of Tark yeah. was 
he would be standing sitting there and they would have half the tile left. he would put one tile on and yeah like, okay and the ground just else. looks terrible i'm like yeah. dude you did not lay all that tile and the early the early seasons with the flip-flops like i get it it plays in with the, sh- the show title if you wear flip-flops on a construction site you are a fucking moron and how I mean, basically you? they're contractors uh, yeah right yeah. their contractors <clears throat> do all the work yeah they do nothing but it's yeah, great I see show. that great that show. news just dropped in the last three hours. That is hot off the press. Right, yeah. don't. If if I had to pick a story in the past twenty four hours, is the biggest story. It yeah. is wow. the Christina Onstead divorce. That's what I'm picking yeah. up there. Although, like, is it a divorce shit. or is it just a separation oh, no. at this point? Well, who knows? Who knows? It could get messy because they have like seventeen kids between them. Oh my goodness! This could. I mean, it's twenty twenty. What do you and expect? They, and they just had a kid like a year ago. It's now, this, this has not rocked me. Wow. And again, I know wow. for our listeners in America, I've, 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 <laughs> we've been through a lot of trauma in the past year or two. This has not rocked me the way I've, Jay Cutler like, getting yeah. divorced from yeah. the Cavalieri girl yeah. did. I mean, that is devastating. But I mean, wait, is the show going to be canceled? I hope not. Oh, Flip and Flop hasn't been on for a couple of years. No, no, but they have, she has a new show now. Yeah, like, like, but that show sucks. It does, it does suck. Tark's but, new show is pretty good, though. But it just reminds me of the breakup with the very Cavalry show, which I still have not recovered from. I, I'm going to have to seek counseling to recover from that show because Jay Cutler was the greatest reality TV star in the history of reality TV. And he might be a better reality TV star than he was a football player. I, I mean, there's no doubt about that. So, so that's it. I just wanted to keep it topical because okay. I know it's a it's the. I feel like I'm being called out here. No, there's been, been some big news. There's been nice. some big news. Rest, rest in peace. Rest in power. Yeah, that's right. Rest in peace, your marriage. Indeed. Um, so uh, I retired. Yeah, that's what we I can, wanted to talk about. Let's, let's talk about your retirement. I want to talk about Huge retirement. congratulations. I want to talk about your, your house. Yeah. So retirement's weird. I want to talk because... about the, the, you know... The, oh, the bathroom God. next to your man cave, which is great planning. All right, so, I approve next to the so, Wi-Fi hub. Oh yeah, Jason. I've yeah. I, need, I need to send Jason a bunch of pictures. But um, basically, the deal is, uh, we knew I was retiring. I'm retiring actually on the 30th of October officially, but August 18th was my last day. Uh, so is that like uh, when you get out of the military where they give you the your leave term- back I took, kind of thing? I took, terminal I took, leave. I took a terminal leave. And oh, basically God they're, bless. They're like, God they're bless. Like, they're like, are you doing – otherwise they'll cash you out, which would have been good too. That would have been about – you know, I could have gotten about forty grand in cash probably if I just cashed it out. But I was like, fuck no, get me the fuck out of here because <laughs> my, my family was already out here. Yeah. So, so basically the situation was um, my wife – had to leave early because of dance for the youngest to do the intensives. So she out here in Missouri. So she came out early with the girls. They stayed at a hotel while I stayed back in in uh, California and handled the move, the packing, the guys coming in. I, I didn't pack shit. They they packed everything. Uh, at my age, I'm not I'm not packing anything. So they packed everything. Uh, they put everything on the truck. And then the next day, I packed up the dog and some stuff and drove out to Missouri. So the problem was, I would say that if you've never taken your dog on a journey of more than two or three hours, you probably should get your dog some doggy drugs. 
remove yeah. that and dope that dog up so that dog is like really chill because for the first day the dog was cool i drove from la to albuquerque but i would stop every two two hours try to get the dog to go pee she wouldn't go pee she would go to the bathroom she wouldn't take a shit she wouldn't go pee nothing so i'm like all right maybe she's just like not because like we didn't really she would always go in our backyard so she was not used to like going out and going so i'm like all right maybe that's the problem i don't know so we go to a la quinta in albuquerque uh and albuquerque by the way is a fucking dump uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> do, sorry albuquerque fans like i don't know if there is a place there that's nice but it's basically like it's zombies walking around everywhere a little bit there's some good yeah. food there but yeah it can yeah, be a little sketch don't leave yeah. anything in your car at all ever because they will destroy your car. So basically there's signs everywhere that are like, do not leave stuff in your car, Albuquerque PD. So Albuquerque PD is basically saying like, yeah, we're not even trying to catch people breaking into cars. Try not to leave shit in your car. Yeah, like don't call us. And, and then don't call us, us if there's a problem because we told you so. So uh, so I'm like, so La Quintas are nice though because they're like really dog friendly. So they have a little dog park inside and that's zombie free. Like they're, it's like kind of walled off in the back. So I don't have to worry about all the tweakers and druggies walking around the parking lot. So at like, we go to bed at like eight at 1130, the dog wakes me up <laughs> staring at me, 80 pound dog. I'm like, all right, let's go out for a walk. I take her out to the little park in the back. She won't go. I'm bring her back in. I'm like, God damn it. So we go to bed. 2.30. A good group breaks me up. I take her out. Same thing. Walk around the park. Walk around and around. She wants to sniff everything. I'm like dragging her. Like, won't go. At like 5.30. So I take her outside now to the front yard. And like they have like a little front walking area. Won't go. So I'm like, what the fuck? So it's the first day of travel. Dog has not gone to the bathroom at all. And she'll drink water. Like, I'll do stops and give her water. And uh, I'm like, God damn it. What's going on with this fucking dog? So from Albuquerque, I'm going to try to get to Tulsa. And then from Tulsa, I'm going to try to drive into Missouri. So the long drive was Albuquerque. Uh, the Tulsa drive is going to be like maybe nine hours. So we're driving. Same thing. Every two hours, I'm getting out, trying to walk the dog, giving water. She won't go to the bathroom. So we get about halfway there, and I'm like, is she going to the bathroom and she's in a crate i've got a basically i've got a big rental van that i rented from hertz and i've got her in the van i'm like is she going in the van or in her like little crate so i i sniff the crate and i'm like the cushion might have a little pea smell so i flip it over and then after that point every time i look in the rearview mirror the dog is just staring at me and just <laughs> and i'm like oh my god so and so i'm stopping again every hour finally i go to take her out i go to bring her back in We lost you, Dave. Yeah, where'd he go? Oh, there he is. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yes. So I, I bring her outside. I try to get her back in the van. She won't get out, get back in. She throws up all side the, outside the oh. van. So I'm like, uh, and, it, and it's fucking hot. It's, oh, we're like basically in Oklahoma now. I'm like, so I'm like, thank God she didn't throw up in the car, like, because it's a rental. I'm trying to return this. Um, so I basically rented it one way to Missouri. So, we're driving and I start calling my wife. I'm like, Hey, this dog has not peed in like two days. I'm like, 
I think we're going to not go to Tulsa. I think I'm going to uh, try to, I'm like, I'm trying to get a place maybe in Oklahoma City where I can stay, which is a little shorter. So I'm like, can you book me someplace there? So my wife texts me or, or basically emails me a listing for a hotel, which is great when you're driving 80 miles an hour on the fucking freeway. Uh, now I, I'm like, could you have just booked me the fucking thing? Like now I have to go through the fucking email listing while I'm fucking driving 80 miles an hour with a dog and try to get a good find where's the phone number to call I'm trying to do all that shit. So at some point the dog pushes the mat completely up against the, the cage. So I can't see her anymore. All I see now is the mat, the, the floor mat for the cage. And uh, I'm, I don't know what's going on. I smell the strong smell. I get to Yukon, Oklahoma. I book us a room at the La Quinta there. I get her in the room. I go back out to the mat and the mat is like, it's basically like a dog bed uh, that was in the crate. It weighs like 70 pounds soaked with dog pee. Like basically, <laughs> she did the entire. She peed the entire two days. Of her life. So, so I've got to. I've got to get this thing out of, and that's why she pushed up against the wall because she's like, "Oh, I don't want to lay in that. That's fucking gross." Yeah. So, so now I get to go. I go to this dumpster behind the La Quinta, and the dumpster height is exactly enough that I have to hold the mat at full oh. arm inspection, inspection, <laughs> and then jump. And hope that, that it flips over the other side, because otherwise the entire urine-soaked mat is going to fall on my head. You did a dog pee layup. So I'm, I go and I jump. I, I like I'm with a feathery touch. I'm like re, I'm like rebounding like Rodman. I get it up there, and all the pee is just running down my arms. Oh. And, and it's like, like 90, Rodman. And it's like 95 <laughs> degrees. It's like 95 degrees in Oklahoma, so it's like sticky, soaking, soaked in pee. So I just get back. I walk back in the room, and the dog's like, ah. "I'm like, I don't even want to hear it. I'm going to shower." Oh. I took a shower. <laughs> thing up. So, so the next day we get up, we drive, and I was like, "I'm like, I'm luckily I had some uh, painter drop cloth that I put in the bottom of the crate." So I'm just like, whatever you do. So she lays down. My dad's texting me. I have like maybe five hours to get to Ozo the Ozarks. My dad's like, so what's the dog doing? I'm like, well, she's laying down. I said, she's either dead or sleeping. I don't care. Whatever she's doing. I don't care what she is. <laughs> she tried. We got her here. It was brutal. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was a daddy dog experience. Right. So then we showed up at a rental and our rental was a duplex that we had rented sight unseen. And uh, the neighbors were all uh, uh, peckerwoods tatted up to the ears on their necks. Uh, nice people. Uh, they let their pit. They let <laughs> those, those two things are not, not exclusive. Yeah. They, they, they let their pit bulls run loose in the front yards to go to the bathroom. Mm, uh, sure. They, they like to park six to seven cars mm. in their driveway. Okay. I, and, I see where Pecker was coming from. In, mm -hmm. in, including uh, motorcycles that aren't actually parked there. They have to apparently be uh, kept charged through extension cords. You know how they run the extension cool, cool. cords? Yep. That's always hey, a really good move. You got to have a trickle charger on your, on your, on your, on your, on your bike. <laughs> is that, is that the deal? Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then uh, once uh, and 4 p.m. began, they would all start smoking cigarettes at the same time in the duplex. And the smoke would drift through their side of the duplex into fun. our side. So we would smell all their cigarettes. It was so good. 4 p.m.'s Marlboro time. <laughs> so nice folks. I met them. They were really good. And, uh, but after three days, we're like, we are out of here. 
She sure. could not stay here. My wife yeah. was like, my wife was like, no way. Um, so was it uh, the cigarette smoke or the the neck tats? Everything. Yeah, it, it was everything. <laughs> it was a combination of everything. Neck tats generally say, uh, "I have no current working resume." <laughs> well, well, the guy, the guy with the Plus neck tats, minus. the guy with the neck tats was funny because he's like, he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Because they see the California plates, right? So they're right away. Uh, like, yeah. hey, brother. Hey. Well, he's like, hey, uh, you from California? And they're like, hey, we're down here. We moved down here. He's like, nope, sure not. He goes, well, let me tell you one thing. He goes, that Black Lives Matter shit doesn't mean shit out here. <laughs> wow. So I was like, well, what, is, what does that mean? I said, philosophically, yeah. I agree with you as an organization, but like, uh, <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I'm not a fan of the organization's charter. But <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, we'll invite you guys over for a barbecue. I'm like, yeah, well, I think he's, he's like, he's like, and if you guys, he goes, I goes, I work at this furniture store. He goes, if you need to use furniture for free, you just let me know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's what you need. Nice. How about some mattresses? I got, yeah, I got like, two girls. Yeah, I'm like, I think I'm good. I think we're good. We're all right. We're gonna be fine. Thanks. But I mean, I the important thing is you made a friend on the first day. That's right. So then, uh, basically, we're like, yeah, we gotta get out of here. So then we're staying there for a couple of days. Like, so I went to my builder, basically, who's building my house. I said, uh, you got a house across the street that is not not selling. I will rent that house from you for a certain amount of money. And so we rented for a large. Uh, chunk of money uh, that place until our house is ready. So then, I, luckily, my moving trucks had not arrived yet from California. So I was able to then reroute the trucks to that house and deliver all the furniture to the new rental. And so now we live across from our our construction site. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it worked out really well. I mean, our house is really nice. Like the house we're in, he does a good job. So. And it's kind of cool because we can see what he did and be like, yeah, we don't want you to do that. Mm. Or that's, we don't like that. Or, Yeah, I can see the seam in this floorboard here. I'm going to need you to yeah. fix that. <laughs> but we yeah. don't want that in our house. So we don't <laughs> care about this place. But yeah, it's been cool. So it's been a fun experience. We've enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it's been crazy, basically. I mean, we basically, I retired. We sold our place. The family moved. We had a rental that didn't work. We then bumped out of that rental to a different one, and we're building the house all at the same time. Some casual racism. It's all good. <laughs> well, it's yeah. Missouri. It's com racism, competition. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what the deal is? Yeah, I don't think he was, I don't think he was a fan. I think he was a fan. Probably of not a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, do you disagree with them on like a basic level, or just like are we talking <laughs> yeah. about the like, like literally, or what? Are we I think about? his angle. I think his angle was more like uh, we support police down because he was like, I've had my wounds with sure. law enforcement, but I bet. I bet and I'm like, you. I think he's. <laughs> I think he has. He might. He may have. He, he may have trouble articulating his thoughts. Yeah. 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 My 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 wife and I both have a lot of law enforcement in our in our families, and specifically her uncle would always, whenever he was talking about. And and for the listeners, you might not know, I have a lot of tattoos. But he, her uncle, every time he was talking about a piece of shit person, would be like, "Yeah, they have a lot of tattoos." I'm like, motherfucker! I, I get you're looking right at me. Yeah, but yours are all. I make yours, more money I've than you. Talked about How it. dare yours you? Are, yours are nice. Yours are all props and <laughs> mine are, stuff. Mine are like, classic. Like, mine are like a philosophical man. Like, yeah, what is the meaning of life? Dude, I'm sorry. If you get a neck tattoo, oh, you're making, I understand. That's a big commitment. That's, that's, that's a commitment. Yeah. That's a or life choice. Any, anything on the face, 
Yeah, Anything even like the, the back neck. of your hands. That's even like back yeah. of the hands is too yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people are okay with a sleeve down to the wrist, anything yeah. like that. But anything more than that, I think you're starting to like. If we have to look at it all the time, I think that's a problem. Yeah, my mom used to introduce me as her dirtbag son. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm. Pre- and what's funny is in. Between my siblings, I'm probably the biggest dirtbag, but I'm also the most successful. So go fuck yourselves. Yeah, yeah we immediately got those California plates off the car <laughs> and switched over to Missouri. I think plates. that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's wise choice. Yeah. There's a lot of conversation there if you don't. But it's been good. So, yeah, it's kind of nice because we can look out our kitchen window and see them building the our house. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. And there's tons of deer. We've got deer everywhere. And the first time you see the deer, you're like, oh, they're so cute. Like, and then after the fourth day, you're like, get the fuck out of my yard, you <laughs> fucking rats. Like, <laughs> the, there'll be like three fawn. Like, and you're like kicking them like, get out of here. But we'll walk down the street. There'll be like 16 deer, like stags just down at the end of the street. That's and cool. how many people get hurt by them? Well, with car accidents, yeah, you have to be careful. That's a big thing. You have to be careful with cars driving. Yeah. Uh, some guy was selling a BMW. He got totaled by, a, like, not totaled, but messed up by a deer. So, so I told him, I said, man, they should have given you a medal for killing a deer. He's like, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> everyone out here basically hates the deer. <laughs> we don't want the deer to go away. I think your conversations with your neighbors are going to be a lot different. Yes. Okay. So my neighbors came up to me. I we have neighbors that live next to us. Oh, that so sounds like I was seeing you up. I wasn't even doing that. I just no. No. There's Troy and Trish. They live. They live in the house next to us. Adorable. They're the, they're the only other people. The only other people is a family that lives at the corner, and that's the Vietnamese family that owns the corner house. They just built it. And so there was a Vietnamese nice. girl in my daughter's dance class, and so I said to my brother, I said, I said, I wonder if they're the same. He goes, Yeah, they're the same. I said, well, no, I'm not sure. He goes, no, that's the same thing. Of course it is. <laughs> he goes, I'm absolutely positive. No. <laughs> it's only 1,800 people that live in my town. He goes, it's, it's got to be significant. But we have 9 million visitors. That, yeah. is, that to me is insane. So that, that is. town is the size of my high school. Well, well, yeah. So my so my town's fifteen hundred. There's a bunch of towns. So the county, the total. If you look at the total year round population of Lake, it's like two counties, two or three counties. We're probably talking about eighty thousand, maybe year round. But this year we've had over ten million visitors wow. during the summer. It's normally five. Wow. But Fox posted those COVID pictures of everyone partying in the pool. <laughs> it was and like, then fuck yeah. it went through the roof. <laughs> Need a taste of that. Oh, yeah. Right now we've got bike week going on. We, you can't oh, even drive around. All the God bikers bless. everywhere. How's bike week? That sounds like that might be kind of fun or oh, at least all, chaotic. No, they all go down to the strip by the dam and uh, they all park in the center median. And uh, yeah, they just take over. There's, the nice thing is because it's small. Uh, we can, we have tons of individually home-owned restaurants, right? So I don't have, like, I lived in a town that was, Santa Clarita was probably like 250,000 people. Um, there were no local restaurants. Everything was like a franchise or Red Robin or here. Everything is run by local people. Right. And I love this good shit. Way more restaurants. Like we probably have 90 to a hundred restaurants to choose from that are local here where we can go to and just hang out. And that's pretty rad. Like my builder 
Carrie is like, hey, go to Casablanca. They have good pizza. But as for Donna, she's the gal there. So we go there. And Donna's like, she came She came from Vegas. She moved out here 15 years ago. She's like, hey, so what's your names? She, she's like, who sent you over here? I'm like, Carrie. She goes, oh, I love Carrie. Then Carrie shows up. He sits with us. And we all have lunch together. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so that's really, that would never happen in Santa Cruz. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I see people that I work with. And I'm like, fuck you. Go sit somewhere else. so we were talking about my neighbors so troy and trish come walking over through the front yard and i'm like and they're the house i live in the rental so they're the house next to me so again i have the we have the model across the street and the house they're building for me so so trish comes up and she's like there's something we need to talk to you about and i'm like oh fuck here we go yeah and she's like and troy her husband's like i'm trying to kill an armadillo (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like yeah that's cool he goes is that how they said it, it yeah he goes it's been tearing up my yard i can't kill it i'm trying and they've re- they've really strong they're like i'm trying to kill the armadillo he goes i've been trying to set traps i can't get it he goes but i'm gonna shoot it so i'm gonna sit out there and i'm gonna shoot it he goes i already got permission through the 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 whatever the dnr the natural resources guys, I got through the association. So I'm going to sit out there with a 401 shotgun. I just want to let you know in case you hear something. I'm like, oh, I'm 100% down. I'm like, I'm like, can you poison it? Like, I'm trying to come up nice. with better ways to kill it. Nice. He, goes, poison. he goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, but then we might kill. I'm like, yeah, you might kill some deer. I, th- I think that's great. Like, let's kill as many animals as we can. <laughs> Fuck everything. Cause, it's cause 2020. Burn it all down. You can't grow any plants because the deer eat everything. Right, right. And, and so when, like, behind our houses, we have these beautiful forests behind our houses. From six feet down, it's straight just wood mm-hmm. so you can see all the way through the bottom because the deer eat every single piece of green thing so uh so at the next the time i was relieved i'm like oh absolutely i'm like they're like well we just want to let you know just in case you i'm like no you keep going as long as you need to to kill something that's fine so uh at about 2 45 that night i heard boom and i was like oh my god i wonder if troy shot that armadillo so i go out and uh troy's like well He's like, I I, sh- I I saw it. I shined the flashlight on. And Troy's, I don't think Troy's a real marksman. He's like, sure. I saw it. I'm he not goes, picking that up. And he tried to say, he's like, it was standing up on a tiny leg. We lost you. Oh, just when it was getting good. <laughs> I know. Tell me about the armadillo, Dave. Yeah, come on, Dave. The armadillo. It's on a tiny legs. Troy's got the gun. He's, 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 uh, He's got line of sight. Can't take it. I can't take the suspense. He's rolling 2d6. Oh, did I slip off? Sorry. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so the armadillo stand up. I fired and I don't know. I didn't hit it. Or he goes, I started trying to reload and it ran off. I was like, but then he described another event where he saw the armadillo and he chased it around with a two by four and started hitting sure. it with a two by four. Oh, checks nice. out. Checks out. So yeah. then, then yeah. the next that day tracks. they set, they set up traps and but it never came back so i told troy i said maybe you scared it off with that two by four 
Does Troy have a Harley on a trickle charger? I'm no. asking for a friend. <laughs> any, no, ne- any neck tattoos? He, 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 <laughs> per chance? Does, no, no, Troy, Troy does not. In fact, Troy's considered A drawer odd. full of glass no. dicks, maybe? Troy's considered odd for out here. Even even <laughs> my build my builder <laughs> says he my builder says that guy's kind of goofy. He's like, he's kinda so but I will see Troy. Troy's the, the problem is the armadillo is Troy loves his yard. Troy will be out. He's got a grass yard chasing like three leaves around with a leaf blower. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It hasn't even started yet. Like, he's just like, <laughs> so the fact that the armadillo would target. Is he also retired? Where does he find the time? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But by the way, retirement, the best part is when Sunday comes and I'm like. I know. This is my least favorite part I'm like, of your retirement. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, I don't have to go to, to work tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, or even the day after that. Or the day after that. Yeah. <laughs> like. God That's damn beautiful. It. God damn it. So we have lots of deer. We have lots of deer. We have lots of turkeys. Uh, we have had turkeys attack our windows, floor level, ground level, side windows in some of the houses. So the turkeys will come at. Dave, get on that push, push a talk. Sorry. So turkeys. Yep. All right. So the turkeys will see their reflections in the windows and they'll try to attack the windows. So you'll hear like a bam, bam on the windows. And then uh, you run down there and you see the turkey and there'll be like a deer standing like 20 feet away. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're a fucking moron. Like the deer will be staring <laughs> at the turkey. Like, yeah, they're pretty dumb. So that's it. It's been a different lifestyle for us. That's good. Nice. Are the girls enjoying it? Uh, uh, the are youngest, they in school yet? They, oh, yeah. Full school. They like go to school though, right? Not they, not stay at home. No, they 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 do online Mondays. They're they're in school Tuesday through Friday. Wow, they're playing football, dude. These schools are playing football no, games. The school, not your girls. What? Your the school, not your girls. No, no, no. I mean, okay. but I'm saying the high schools are playing full yeah. contact football. Wow, uh, they're playing all sports. So. And and if they have had some outbreaks, if they have an outbreak, they just do the contact tracing. Those kids quarantine. They keep going. Wow, nice. That's great. So, I mean, here we are now. We're about a month yeah. and a half in, I think. So, but the girls are doing okay. Yeah, they're doing they're doing well. Like Grace is getting used to being out here. The youngest, the oldest, has a little bit of more trouble adjusting to new situations. Sure. Yeah, it's. it's to be expected. She's averaging like 102% all her classes. So Wow, of course she is. Yeah, just yeah, keep right. those books coming. I know. Yep. I'll see. <laughs> Ask her if she, she knows who Tomoyuki Yamashita is. <laughs> That's right. Because if she doesn't, forget about it. I, I do need her. So the other funny thing about being out here, uh, I mentioned it's small, but like uh, it, it, because it's a small town, like when I had a problem with my cable company, like when I was living in Santa Clarita, I couldn't like call my cable company here. I, I go down there and talk to Ramona from spectrum and Ramona's <laughs> in the office. Like I got a call from spectrum and they're like, yeah, you, we, cause we had moved cause we had shifted the rental. So it, ca- it created a problem cause we had cable at the duplex. And I was like, fuck it. We're out of there. So there was a bill problem. So I get this call and they're like, yeah, it's spectrum. And we're checking cause you didn't pay this bill. I'm like, no, I said, we moved over to 65 Terry. So she goes, oh, my God, are you my Terry people? She goes, this is Ramona. Are you, I saw you in the office. <laughs> so like, I'm, like, <laughs> awesome. I'm like, I'm like, this has never happened to me on a cable call. Like, you usually get somebody from, like, India or something. Like, it's not, you don't get, like, the actual people who live in your town. But she's like, yeah, you're my Terry Road people. Oh, totally, I'll send it out to you at the post office. That's great. 
So it's been nice. That's awesome. I look that that to also gives like me this. our intro music. I'm going to give the, the Ramona song. Oh, nice. That's a good no. call. Yeah. I'd get some good suggestions for intro nope. music. Too. Nope. No, we just Ramona. It out. We're good. <laughs> Ramona? What is Ramona? I don't even know that song. Well, you'll find out. I'm afraid because I don't have any confidence in the, the selections you of either of you. I I'm suspicious of Mike's. <laughs> what are you suspicious of? You guys of? always talk about the music. I'm like, oh, good. Mm. <clears throat> That's okay. I don't know. So uh, I'm glad. So, Jason, That's... you've been playing. What, what have you been playing lately? Any games or? Uh, so, Ralph and I also played Masher White Wing. Uh, so we're going to play. I can't remember the name of the scenario, but we're going to play. So I think Masher White Wing is scenario three, or I think we're going to play scenario five, something like that at, at the con. Uh, so we played Masher White Wing to kind of get back in the groove. Uh, tons of fun. Uh, and then Evan and I are playing Silver Bayonet, which is great. I, I love it. Um, I just got back in. So my daughter is now in college and living in the dorms. Um, so I, I requisitioned her room and as part of that now have a gaming table again, but have not yet made use of it. Nice. Yes. So I moved my, my home office in there, uh, and set up my old drafting table in there, uh, or in here, I should say. Um, but I, did you have no gaming table before? So I had a when so my gaming table when COVID hit i had to take over as my office desk um so that's why i haven't really had anything to review since february or march no don't make excuses yeah i I, I can make excuses i also don't care so um so now i have the table back um and kind of have a a couple things in a pile but really because i got out of the habit really haven't played anything solo in a while so that's the goal for the next month or so but but i the the vassal stuff also you know shout out to hollywood the rpg stuff has been really getting me through it and then a lot of a lot of train games but no war games really other than silver bayonet and vietnam which i mean two vietnam games that's really all i need We've been playing the hell on RPGs, man. Yeah, yeah. Lots of good stuff there. Lots of fun. If only mm. we had a podcast for RPGs. I know, right? Yeah. So uh, I've been playing. What I, about I you, Dave? Got, what do you? What I, do you got, play? I got Imperial. No, I'll get. I'll just get into my own stuff. If yeah. no one's going to ask me. Um, <laughs> I was getting there. I was sitting. In, I was basking in the in the moment. Dave, what are you playing? I'm playing Imperial Struggle. So Imperial oh. Struggle is that, that GMT. I guess they try to sell it as like a variant on Twilight Struggle. Uh, it's, it's Jason it's, Matthews, right? I have no idea. Okay. I, don't, I never, I never <laughs> know that shit. But it's basically the French versus the English from like, I guess the early 1700s to the late 1700s, maybe early 1800s. I'm not sure what the actual boundary is okay. but it, it's it's pretty cool i mean it's definitely not like twilight struggle because i've played a lot of twilight struggle um but it does use cards in a similar way um but there's a lot of neat things i mean it's basically got four major areas 
kind of similar to the way that uh, Twilight Struggle had its like Europe and South America sure. and Africa and Southeast Asia, all the zones. Uh, it's got like a, like a, like the colonies. It's got like the Caribbean. It's got India. It's got Europe. And so you're kind of, kind of trying to, uh, pull chits, which give you certain types of actions that you can do, like diplomacy or military or economic, uh, actions based and based on cards. So there's, there's a, there's a play between, uh, pulling chits and having the cards in your hand that let that you want to use with those chits. That's kind of cool. Um, it, it's just a really cool game about I think uh, controlling uh, economies, markets, building forts, naval bases. It's it's I thought it was pretty neat. I, I played uh, a turn or two with uh, Medicine Man, and then he had to run off to get his girl off to college. So that's we're kind pick of like exactly his wheelhouse. Yeah, I know it's great. So we were like, yeah, of course, he was England, I was France, and uh, <laughs> and we it, that it, checks out. There is a learning curve to it, so it's not one that you can jump into right away. Like we really did have to kind of uh, grind through it a little bit, and then uh, stop playing, and then go take drink a couple beers, read the rules, and I was sure. text, texting him different things that we fucked up. Um, but then you definitely want to get back into it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was very neat. I actually thought it was better than Twilight Struggle. So for the listeners, it's exactly the same designers as Twilight Struggle. Okay. So so Jason Matthews and not to go in Twilight Struggle, the event cards are, are per side, right? So it's it's either US sure, or, yeah. or or Soviet. Uh, in this game, the event cards are pulled from a common pool. And so they have, based on what you pull, the English player can do one thing on the card, the, the French player can do the other thing. Okay, so, so like the coin games where it's... Right. And there's different strategies. Like you might want to grab a certain area. There's things called advantages that give you like, I think they're called advantages. They give you basically special abilities during the game. Like you can do this one thing for free or you can do this. And sometimes if you grab a market or a certain strategic area and you're the only person who has an access line to that you then get that advantage so it's it's neat and then uh the turns basically work where there's a bunch of peace turns and they're divided by war turns which basically uh are the four i think major wars that were fought during the period so you might have one or two periods of turns of peace and then you have to get basically get ready for war and fight a war around so it's it's I think it's really neat. If it's not it's not Twilight Struggle. So if you're thinking, yeah, this is going to be like Twilight Struggle set in 1700. It's going I want to play that. It's not the same game at all. Sure. But uh, I think it's really cool. I really enjoyed it. The map I think is it's beautiful. Got, it's really got enough. Cool. It's got enough war game aspect to it. I think it definitely gives you a feel for like uh, trying to isolate markets because you can get victory points through. Uh, basically, I think there's like seven. From an economic perspective, as far as getting points, there's like seven um, uh, types of, uh, 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 what do you call them, like supplies or produce that you can get, like like tobacco or furs or whatever. And so it's three. There's only three that apply, I think, each turn, and that's randomly selected. So you might have a really strong position in an area, but that area doesn't get selected for what people want. So so suddenly it's spice, and then you got to turn all your resources to India to try to get spice controlled. So 
And it's and then you do have points for control of regions similar to Twilight Struggle, the difference being that the value of each region is randomly determined. And then that, that changes as the game goes on. So you might control North America, but North America might be worth very little to control for the for that particular turn. So it forces you to constantly be flexible and and there's more stuff like you have ministry cards that basically reflect the the angles of your government. Um, but it's great. I recommend it. I mean, if you're at all interested in that kind of that st- whole struggle between England and France in the 1700s for control of the New World and Europe uh, during like the Sun King's reign, uh, it, it's definitely a great game. I would recommend it. And it, it's like you mentioned, it's beautiful. There were some, I guess, errors on the map that need to be corrected. Um, there's some card. There's a few card mistakes, which has really pissed people off. But I think most of them can be like minor corrections that can, you can fix. So it's usually nice. where a dot is placed or something like that. So that sounds cool. Stars. I I love chip pull stuff too. Chip pull is awesome. Well, and it's not a random chip pull. So basically, there's a variety of there's available chits, and you select them. I go, you go, I go, you go. Um, and each chit lets you do different things in different uh, orders, basically. So one chit might let you choose uh, diplomacy as your major action and economics as your lower action. Or uh, another chit might say you can do an event or a military upgrade. So you have to kind of pick your chits, but you're also maybe trying to pick a chit that your opponent might want. So there's a limited supply. There's maybe like 10 or 12 chits. Cool. So it's GM, cool. GMT does really quality stuff. No, I, like, I think it's I, I think like it's that. I think it's really well designed. I really felt and you know, you're trying to send fleets, build fleets, send fleets out on patrol to guard your to protect your uh, like merchant routes and it's it's a cool game. Nice. Nice. And then uh, I got the copy the recent copy of War and Peace by One Small Step Games. Looks nice. I've read through the rules briefly. Uh, have not Mess with it too much, but C-Rack had an extra copy and they sent it my way, so I appreciate that. And uh, it looks good. I have two copies of the old game, and uh, we'll have to maybe take the uh, this new version from a dry run because the map looks awesome, and definitely the counters look way better because my old pieces for War and Peace are terrible. They're all worn out, and all the colors rubbed off. And then th- I got three battles in Germany uh, from the from the Viva Lamper rules, I got those, and that looks like that's going to be pretty cool. That's got Jaina Arstadt, so that should be a fun one. So, so on War and Peace, what is that? Is that Napoleonic or is that Civil War? Oh, what? yeah, sorry. So War and Peace is a Napoleonic. It's like a strategic level uh, Napoleonic game. That mm-hmm. basically, it can start from like 1796 or whenever like they actually started up, and it goes all the way to like to, like Waterloo, basically. Nice. So you can conquer all of uh, all of Europe. I've been. Uh, uh, that's something I want to reach out into a little bit as a, a Napoleonic uh, game, but I don't know where to start. So. Well, this, is that war, is, war, is that a good production? It, it, it looked good. I thought it looked really nice. Um, the, the, nice thing about, the nice thing about War and Peace is it's pretty easy to play. So, Mike, if you wanted to start with something. Um, I mean that's that's probably a good one. So it's not like I'm starting with ASL. <laughs> no, right. The two balls is done, right? 
And I, I've got what, I don't know. I have the other one. I forget what it's called. I think it's called the Napoleonic Wars. I've got that other GMT game that's also a strategic one, which I oh, like. Yeah. Be- I like better than War and Peace, but we'll see. We'll mess around with them. We'll see if it's good. And right. so then I'm playing Federation Empire with Ralph and Crack. Same thing. Still playing the poor Klingon Empire, trying to struggle <laughs> along, surrounded by enemies. Uh, now, how much longer are you guys going to play that game before oh, you start over another campaign, or is it just like you're in for the next couple of years? Well, it took us three weeks to finish all our combats. Nice. And that's, 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 that's once a week, right? So I think it maybe two or three weeks. So now I have to do all my retrograde moves. And then Ralph has, uh, to, do all this const- he has to do all his construction and all his repairs. And uh, we'll see. So it's, that's it. Just it's fun, but it takes a while. Because that sounds a like a cool thing, and I've always liked Star Trek. And I, it, every time you talk about it, I'm like, mm, I should look at that. It's super cool. It's super stressful. A lot of stress. Uh, and then uh, I'm playing ASL with Pete, and basically Pete, uh, we, we we pulled this great Pete pulled this great uh, scenario from Bounty Fire Productions. It's a Kursk scenario from Crucible, and uh, see your shit. And so we're playing, and then and right in the middle of the scenario, I'm the defender, and I've got all guys set up on two-story buildings, these stone buildings, and Pete's like, oh, I just saw there's an SSR that says um, all stone buildings are wood. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And he goes, and all all stone, he goes, all buildings are one story. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. I set up my whole defense based on the fact that you told me these were stone buildings. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> So I was like, all right. But then I got him back because I rolled up uh, one and a two for a shot on one of his guys. So I figured the vassal gods got me back for that one. So they rewarded me nice. for my patience. So, But I was like, yeah, Petey. So when, when he did this summary, he did a summary on the BGG guild. He's like, yeah, both of us might have been pretty drunk. Or I'm like, like watching with one eye. I'm like, no, dude, I was fine. I'm like, you were the one. Like basically I set up my whole defense and then Pete's like sets up his guys on the side. He's like, he's like, yeah, I think I'm too drunk to move my guys out on the shoot. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So that's where I'm at. That's what I got going. Sketch him. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of stuff. Uh, Give it to tons, us. Tons of RPGs, man. I'm in, uh, I'm in Backdoor Alien. Yeah, Alien's we don't need to get into that. We don't need to get into that stuff as much. We don't need to get into that. Train games this and is, RPGs. Yeah, this is not an RPG. There's plenty of RPG podcasts. Uh, as far as wargaming goes, um, do you want to review a game? Uh, yeah, I could review some shit, sure. Well, are you playing anything? That. Oh, well, I'm, I'm playing uh, Vietnam 6575 with Dave, and I'm playing a, uh, a scenario called Early Battles that I've been doing with uh, Brian Cash for uh, probably about three or four turns now. And uh, we're only halfway done. That's uh, that's been fun because it's got uh, it's got tanks, infantry, it's got a little bit of everything, and it's technically a uh, a starter kit. Uh, I think series three. Uh, oh, so it's ASL. Yeah, yeah, it's ASL, and um, but we're playing full ASL rules. That, that's one thing that really kind of annoys me about the starter kits. It's cool to get people involved and bring them into you know the 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 whole ASL thing, but 
once you start reading the full rules, you're like, well, shit, why isn't that in the starter kit? I know, too? I know. Like, why it's, isn't there it's bypass? Al- it's, it's always the complaint about it. It's like, the, the you know, the things that they kept out of, of starter kit aren't significant enough to make it more complicated. <laughs> exactly. And, and so, like, I'm playing starter kit scenarios, but with full rules. And I know that, you know, some ASL people out there may go, oh, you can't do that because that's going to throw it all off. It's unbalanced. unbalanced. Hey, yeah. Who, who cares about it? War is unbalanced. Huh. It's all about just moving your guys around and having a good time, right? Yeah. Life, life, <laughs> life is unbalanced. Is about. <laughs> life life <laughs> no, is I mean, unbalanced. That's what they can't about. What is about great commander? Isn't that what they teach at the war college? It's about having a good time. Everyone has your popcorn. Yeah, 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 you know. Everyone you play nice. If you can't have a good time while doing this, <laughs> then you guys go, can just go fuck yourself. Go you guys else. can yeah. just go back to OCS. You're in the wrong. <laughs> just, you know, apply case B or case C or case J, and you're good or, to go. Get the fuck or out of C, my face. Or C slash C1 slash C2. <laughs> C plus three. I mean, just some light stuff, real easy it's going. It's not hard. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Here's something I could review, and I just played this the other day yes. with um, uh, with Pete and Duck and Ralph, and uh, it's Dawn Patrol. It's a war game. You with me on this? Yep. All right, cool. Hit it. Is Don a person? <laughs> Negative. Negative. Here, let me get my notes. Hold on. Wait one. There we go. I lost he, my little push to talk for a second there. He has notes. His notes. I did. I took notes just because I wanted Cheater. to make sure I, I got to got to some shit. So Dawn Patrol TSR 1982. All right. It was originally titled Fight in the Skies back in the late 60s and early 70s. TSR sounds like an RPG. Fuck. Well, no, wait, no, not exactly. Stop it. Uh, written you and have developed your own by Mike Carr. to do this. He, uh, he produced That's the first podcast. three editions of the game and uh, distributed them amongst the International Federation of War Gamers. It's not the International Federation of RPGers, okay? War Gamers, Fair. which is a war gamer group started in 67 by Gygax and a bunch of guys, right? Uh, its claim to fame is that it's been played at every Gen Con since the very beginning. Is this, is this game available commercially? Yeah, you can get it on eBay. They don't, it's currently out of, out, of, uh, out of production, but there's been rumors for a long time that he's working on a, an 8th edition of the, of the game. Uh, currently, you can find 7th editions on eBay or the Geek Market and stuff like that. It's probably going to cost you 40 bucks. It's not, it's not going to set you back much. But it's, uh, it's got a lot of bang for its buck, and it's pretty easy to learn. Um, it's individual planes dogfighting. Uh, each plane is different top speeds and turn speeds and maneuvering. Uh, there's, I think, 28 uh, allied planes and 30 central plane variations. There's all kinds of rules for bombing and strafing and balloon busting and, and, uh, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of game to it uh, the deeper you go. But like meat and potatoes, you could just take a couple of guys onto Vassal and just do a quick dogfight. And a good thing about this is you could teach somebody how to play in about 15, 20 minutes. Like uh, 
uh, I think Duck had had read the rules and and Pete played like 20 years ago and and I'd played a kind of recently and and Ralph had never played and we were all playing within like 15 minutes sort of, you know flying circles around each other each other and uh, shooting shooting tails that's that's what guys do on, on a weekday and then it was a weekday too it was like a Wednesday. <laughs> So uh, it's uh, it's pretty easy. Initiative-based move order. You know, you're rolling 2d6 and uh, uh, lowest one's going first. And if you got some kind of altitude on the other guys, you're going to get some kind of bonus uh, to go uh, uh, last. And um, the thing about that is there's this, uh, the movement, like if you look at games like uh, uh, Blue Max or something like that, where they have maneuver cards or like a maneuver chart, where your plane can only do like a certain type of maneuver. It's like two hexes forward, one hex to the to the right, another hex to the right, with your plane pointing in this direction. And you'll you'll pick like a maneuver, like, oh, I'm gonna do S1 or S2. The thing about Dawn Patrol is it just gives you the turn speeds and the top speeds and the how uh, fast you can climb and how high you can climb in one turn, and then how far you can dive in one turn. And moving is all up to you. So if you're like, if you're going to do anything with a, any kind of turn, you just got to keep it within your turn speed. So and I'm it's sorry, all like, you might, have, you might have mentioned this, but do you have to write this stuff down beforehand? Yeah. Basically what you do is when you roll initiative, you, you say, okay, my throttle is at, is at 70. You can change your throttle by 20 miles an hour up or down each turn. So you can say, I'm going to accelerate to 90. Uh, my turn speed's 90 and I'm going to do this. And then you, you know, move your, your, uh, plane. Now the weird thing but about it is, but do you do that before you roll or after? Everybody rolls, and then you go in initiative order, and then everybody okay. moves. Okay, so it's not program movement. No, it's not. Okay. Blue Max is program movement. Yeah. Blue Max, everybody yep. chooses one, and then they all move at the same time. This, it, you move in initiative order. The the one thing I don't like about it, and I'm not sure why they did it this way, but it's a it's a square map with with a heck with a square grid as opposed to hex grid which to me just seems kind of strange also the map is like super cartoony like there's it it's not like a nice painting of an aerial you know uh, uh version of like a world war one trenches or anything like that it's it's like cartoon trees and buildings in a railroad it's just kind of strange so i'm hoping that whenever they do redo this game they're going to up the, the art quality and maybe switch to hexes out of squares because that, I'm not sure exactly why they went that route. I don't see the, the bonus of doing that over, over hexes. So, but, so you're, you're hoping for a big upgrade on a World War I air combat game? Yeah. Okay. Or I'll fucking make my own. I don't care whatever. Big investment. <laughs> There's going to put a lot of money in the art for that. Right. So, so just be clear. I just want to make sure I understand. Um, you do not plan out your movement in advance no you do it in your in your brain so you so you roll but you basically roll and then you do your thing and then another guy gets to go and then he gets to go absolutely so you so is there's an advantage to going last yeah totally because then you can pick and choose where you want to point your plane or who you want to come in behind and and shoot up so at the the end of everybody's movement there's everyone everyone fires i get it so so basically you want to be the last guy you want to be the 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 last person to move because you can set yourself up behind another guy or whatever totally totally want to be the last guy get up in there yeah yeah
Good. So what really what makes this game stand out for you? Yeah, I have I have questions because I know you're a Blue Max fan, so I want to know. Because to me, it seems like all of them are like I get it. Like planes are machine gunning each other. Uh, I just uh, for me, I've always been into the era, and this was one of the first games I I played uh, when I started getting into gaming. But why? But why this one? I mean, there's games <laughs> that, that do this. <laughs> There are permission to treat the, the witnesses hostile. Now we come at you. Granted, granted. <laughs> there are not a lot of games that do this. Uh, Blue Max would be the other big Rick, one. Rick so, Toffin's War? So That's a good one. Rick Toffin's War has some good qualities to it. I, I stole that out of Mr. Sirwa's <laughs> closet in fourth I know. grade. Never I been know. convicted, never caught. Don Patrol or Blue Max? I want I want to hear kind of your, your thinking. Because Blue Max is great. I love the programming movement yeah. and like everything gets fucked almost immediately because like, you know, what I, and that's why I love Wooden no, Ships no, and Iron Man. No, Jason, like, with, with the program movement, is there an ability for a pilot to change the program? I don't think so. Like, See, I don't think that's realistic. No. That, that doesn't seem realistic because the pilot but the would turns see what are the other like, are doing. But the turns are minute. I, I get the I get the cool it's like thing GURPS about pro- where like, I, I, I get have the cool to reload thing about, one bullet at a time. No, I get the cool thing about programming movement uh, that guys love, but some of it is kind of like, well, the pilot shouldn't it be like a reflexibility or where the pilot mm. would be able to be like, yeah, I can disregard this. Probably that's why Dawn Patrol is a little bit better because uh-huh. you're going there on initiative go. things, so you up. can actually pick and choose what you want to do. And, and yeah, but uh, it seems like Dawn Patrol is all about just being last. Partially. That's the best reflex. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Maybe that is what it is. <laughs> also, if, if you're you higher than everybody else, you're going to go mm-hmm. last because you're watching them all move down below you, and then you're picking your target like, I'm going to go after this motherfucker. Here. Hey, it's better th- It's better to be lucky than good. Absolutely. So if you're high. I mean, war is just about moving your guys around and having a good time. That's, that's right. what I do. We, we, pew, I think pew, we've pew, established pew. that. I think we've established <laughs> that. Is, here's it, here's was, what's not did, great did, about hold it. On, hold on. Did Klauswitz say that? Oh, I yeah. Klaus- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think his uh, croupier wrote that down for him. War is all about moving your guys around and having a good time. That's yeah. right. That's right. Totally. But totally. by political means. <laughs> <laughs> now, combat can get a little monotonous because the one thing about combat is uh, it already sounds bad that's like the best part like i don't know where you're going no because you, you, this, this is, dessert. This is dessert for us okay there's a lot of rolling to it so you got to roll to hit for one okay you're rolling a d6 to hit how far am i away that's a one two three or a four uh is gonna hit uh, I rolled a four. Great. That's a hit. Okay. Uh, you've got twin guns. You're going to be looking on this chart. You're 300 feet away. So you're going this chart, 300 feet away. And then I'm rolling a D6. Oh, that's seven hits. So then you're nice. going to roll seven hits against that guy. Nice. Each one so is an individual in roll. So you're like, okay, there's this one is a six. You look on the chart and you go, that's a tail. Okay, this one is a rear fuselage. This one is another rear fuselage. Here's another rear fuselage. There's a tail, and then there's a wing. And you're attacking from the left side, that's going to be the left wing. So now you're, he's marking off stuff on particular spots of his plane, right. and he can only take six hits in the tail or uh, right. eight hits in the that rear fuselage. That sounds great to me. Yeah, so. That's my so, shit about Woodshift Iron this, Man. Like, this, oh, my sails are gone. I'm fucked. 
Well, this game sounds like Starfire <laughs> or like <laughs> yeah, a yeah, Federation yeah. commander, yeah. like where you have to turn out. I'm going to turn the opposite side to you because you've damaged all my shields on that side. Yeah, well, if you get something chewed up, uh, then you start having to roll uh, each time you take damage in an area. Oh, I've taken four hits in the rear yeah, my fuselage. All fucked up. Now there's a twenty percent chance there's a critical hit. So then you got to yeah. roll on the critical hit table, and if you get that, then it'll say, "Oh shit, your uh, your tail, uh, uh, your your rudder cable's damaged." So now you can you can't make any right turns. You can only make left turns, and oh my so God. then you know it's shit like that. So that that kind of stuff is cool. Now the thing about Blue Max is is you roll the damage and it says uh, pull the chits out and you reach into the thing and you pull out like three blue and two red and then you just record the damage down. So Blue Max is a little bit faster in the combat. So I I like that aspect of Blue Max, but I think uh, Dawn Patrol is a little bit more. Uh, there's a little more going for it. There's a lot more happening with it. It's a little more hmm. gurps to the dungeon world. Yeah, it could use a good set of scenarios. It's only got like thirteen scenarios that come with it, and and but they give you so many. Is that the only variations? Map? Is it? Yeah, just it's that just got one that one farm map, map? which is yeah. which is weird. And I and I and that's what I'm saying. It, it needs to be I mean, redone. And I mean, the vessel modules. That's in, a in little a, bit. Too specific is it an air game? Does it matter what the map looks? But that's like? what I'm saying. Like that's. But so it should be less specific because it's like a farm map. Well, yeah, could, couldn't it just be a grid paper? Yes, I would. I would prefer that. Unless you're I, trying to land, you know, you got a wounded pilot and you want to land your plane because you want your pilot to carry on through a series of games, not just the one that you're playing. Because the more you play, all of a sudden, oh, now your guy's an ace. Now you're going to get an advantage to your. Hey, it's uh, 2020. You, know, you can't hack it. Get the fuck out. Yeah, that guy's going to retire. He's not yeah. going to try to come back. <laughs> he's going to go out IOD. He's, he's fine. He, he, he's living in the in the, uh, he's in, the, in, the like in the captain's, in the captain's he's club. At, yeah, he's rated at 60% on that tell, injury. Tell him more back. stories. Yeah. Drinking beer yeah. for free. He's going to be over at the VFW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did I ever tell you about that? Yeah. I lost my, my toenail to a lyring board. Fell right on my toenail. <laughs> <laughs> so it can get a little furbally at times. But you know what? This would be a perfect thing for like a bunch of guildies to play on a Friday or Saturday night. All right. So that's my question. Or at so, like a con, maybe. So, yeah. so, so let's, talk, let's talk scalability. So how many planes could realistically fight and be manageable in one game? Probably ten. Okay. So five and five kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm be, sure you could even good. go more than that. Uh, it would just depend on how slow yeah. people were moving. Rex is somewhere <laughs> guarding the stairs. Off That's the right. Side. That's right. He'll be on a flanking maneuver. <laughs> now, now, does the game reward realistic World War One aerial tactics? Let's see. Does it reward? Sure. Yeah. Because right. what you want to do, it's all about you altitude. shoot the other guy down. Someone has now been uh, assigned a master's <laughs> we, thesis. We, we are yeah. inverted. You could come out of the sun, rules for clouds. Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, like I'm saying, like, is it realistic? Like, is it just like, hey, I'm flying at you. Hey, you flying at me. All right, now we're going to shoot each other. Like, I mean, like, it's, there's diving, I assume, and like... Yeah, totally. 
because right. I know a, yeah, I'm terrible is at a, air is games. a huge part of it because that's Cause, one of the things you're gonna you're gonna pick while you're also picking your speed. You're telling what your altitude is. I'm flying at three thousand feet now. Uh, each plane, and like I said, there's like uh, there's almost sixty different planes in the game. They all have a different set of uh, settings as to how they perform at various altitudes. Is there one super plane? Uh, yeah. The ones that came towards the end of the end of the war would be super planes, like the the uh, uh, Fokker uh, DR one, the Fokker D seven. So what's the, the soft with triplane what's or camel? The big, what's the big distinction between those planes and earlier planes? Uh, tighter turning, better speed, uh, more maneuverability. Okay. Uh, can climb better. And triplanes just look fucking rad. Yeah, that, that fucking gives them cool. some. Combat That's another cool thing about the game. Sure, the map looks like shit. But the counters are all individually painted planes, not like Riftoffen's War, where there's you know you've got like fifteen tan planes, and one says DR one, and and one says D seven, and one's an albatross, and they all look you know a little like a tiny little version of that. But these are all fully painted, like the Aces had them painted, so that's cool. You know, it adds another dimension to it. Now, is so like the whole Richtofen's flying circus strategies where yep. they would fight in tandem. Do those strategies pay off in this game? Yeah, the only thing about about that is is of course this is pre uh, uh, pre radios and anything. So any any guys that are fighting in squadrons back then, it was all hand signals. Right. Um, so I mean, there. I say. I say. Right. I game, said. I said. Right. I have no idea. I'm like. Gang, yeah. I know that. Gang signs. I, I have no. I didn't gang know signs. That. They they do tell you in the rules though that there should be no table talk if you want to be realistic about it. Yeah. You could. Yeah. Yeah. You could point and, and do aren't, like the old like. I'm, Go I'm going yourself. over here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what I mean, to do at the table. It. We're going to be only in Amer American it. only American sign language. <laughs> yeah, but no, absolutely. All right, sounds interesting. I would try it if oh, I yeah. because if I had a bad time, I could mock you about it later. Yes, but it's just okay. like the naval games that we do at the con, right? Like I'd rather I don't do those either, though. I'm I know, just not an air naval guy. Basically, if I it's like not a I'd if rather it's not if if it's not a starship, I don't do it like. But the 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 starship games are very similar. But once it's not in space, but you're a huge nerd. If it's floating or in the air, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but if it's floating in space, I'm okay with it. Give us a yeah. German accent. I don't know how to do a German. Yeah, accent. Oh, come on, man! You got a German accent. Let's do it. Let's see. <laughs> Hogan. Yeah, I was gonna say mine's, mine's Hogan's heroes. Yeah, I know no, I know nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, there you are. You're in an albatross yeah. already. I can see it. Yeah, Pete, Pete does those. Pete will play all the Germans. Yeah, oh, you want to be a, a wing a wingman with Pete? Mm. I'll fly in the other wingman. I, I like to we'll play shoot for the, the shit out of those guys. No yeah, table good. talk though, because we didn't have radios back then. I know, right? That's it. <laughs> so, what do you give it out of ten? I think I would give it an eight out of ten. Dawn nice. Patrol, very nice. Yeah, and for beers, ten out of ten. You wow. can be smashed and play this. Really? Have totally. a micro, that's micro, a strong, micrograms out of ten. That's, that's pretty strong rating. Okay, that's you could right. you could easily like I'm saying you could, how you how could many drink three or four beers just learning it in 15, 20 minutes, and then keep pounding them for the rest of the game. So if a cookie had five slices, how many slices? Could you eat? Could you eat and still play this game? I would say three. I was gonna say three. <laughs> There's yeah. four, and you're asleep. 
Yeah, four, and you're it's like, I don't know if the planes are real. Yeah, five, five, you're on top of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Going, I'm an albatross. I can see, see, guys. My, my clothes are too hot. <laughs> uh, I'm made of canvas. <laughs> so, uh, Jason, what about you? Do you have anything you want to review? I don't. I've been playing the same shit. I've been replaying games and and loving it. Replaying war games and then uh, train games and RPGs, which clearly this is not the platform for that. No. Clearly. You, you have your own platform for that. I don't know why you would try to do that. I'm not, I'm not trying anything. I mean, we mentioned it. But we're not it's almost like stuff. you pretend you don't play the RPG part of it, uh, Dave. No, I play RPGs, but I'm not. This is not. I'm ready to get back into middle work, middle earth. Because I, because I think the guys who uh, zero in on this game, this podcast are looking to hear about war games, well, so which is fair. Because I mean, we get like sixteen hundred downloads on this, and the RPGs are like fifty. So. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, but nobody knows it exists, though, right? Uh, I, I think they do. I, I mean, I mean, if this is an effort to to. To advertise on this podcast, I get like that's I, cool. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But uh, Are you we, we, to we the, do have to the cabal, yeah, and I have. think and I, and I think there's a lot of quality RPG that's going on over there. Oh, but there's it's, a ton. But, but that's yeah. not what this is. Yeah. It's not. It's a there's some thing. things happening with sound and music, and that little baby bird has to learn to fly on its own. That's right. That's fair. <laughs> so I do have some stuff I'm looking at. There's a, a White Dog Games has a DNBN Foo solo game that I'm looking at. Who? Um, oh, we. Oh, they, yeah. Let's talk about uh, like like games we're looking forward to. But yeah, I and and I have a couple games. I have Carrier. I have there's a um, uh, GBACW game that that I have uh, Twin Peaks. That but I just I just need to get back in the the solo habit, and then I'll then I'll have a review. Do you have a review, Dave? Well, my problem has been that I'm uh, obviously I just have been done gaming for a long time. I've, I've been out of action for probably two two months. But uh, like Pete and I were playing ASL last night, and we're like, I was like, dude, do you have to like play ASL almost your entire life exclusively to be good at ASL? Like, sure. like we're constantly having to look up rules, and 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 while we yeah. do kind of. Like we're like, oh, how does searching work, or what is this? We're, we're like, we're trying to play a, like a, a tight game, and it's tough. Um, but I really love the Vietnam game. It's I think so that th I think that game with uh, m with Mike and I is going to be really good. Uh, I think it's a tight game. I think it's very easy to to know how to play. Um, Are you guys putting those on the calendar? Uh, uh, no, but I guess we could. Shoot me a text. I'll, I'll, I'll try to sit I, in and. I text you sometimes when we're playing. Prod. I text you with rules questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't capture that you guys were actively okay. playing. Yeah, let me know. I'll, uh, yeah, so I'll get we, I'll get drunk and make fun. So we, that, but, we may jump into a little tomorrow afternoon. The ni the nice thing about that one is uh, Vietnam sixty five seventy five is one where you can hop in pretty easily, and I don't have to do really any prep. It's, yeah, and we can just play because it's it's pretty comprehensive on how it works. And you might have to do some rule look lookups or. But even then, it's it's even if you're looking up the rules as you're playing, it's really easy to play, and this is coming from me, who's a 
fucking moron, it 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 plays so well. Right. Like it, right, it, right. It's, it's just it's a pretty smooth game. But I mean, when stuff comes up, you can usually find stuff, the answers. Um, but I think a guy like one of the guys on the sixty-five seventy-five. Uh, like BGG group was like, Hey, what, how much, what does it cost it? Uh, if the NLF takes a town and I was like, well, um, it depends on the, sometimes on the VPs in the scenario. I said, but basically if you're playing the scenarios, just practice and then fucking move on to the game. I mean, the game is the campaign for 65 to 75. Yeah. And it's all about, it's all about pacification. So it understanding how the towns and the capitals and all that stuff works becomes much easier when you just say, that's it. I'm going to find a guy and that guy is going to become my second wife and we are going to play <laughs> the campaign game. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm, 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 I'm in it. I'm in. It's a I'm in. I'm touched. A, I'm in. I mean, it, it is a commitment because you don't want to play a guy who's gonna like in '67 be like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm out." <laughs> I'm I, like, I don't. I'm, and I've, I've done that to the guy. I did that to Bill Lawson when we first started playing because Bill mm. and I were playing initially, but we didn't get too far in because I, after a while, as a U.S. player, I was like, "I'm tired of running search and destroy missions." I mean, they, they do. That's the only thing that can happen is that the U.S. player at some point can be like, I'm kind of burned out on just running these missions because they all have a same feel to them where you find an LF unit, they alert, you chase them, whatever. But uh, if you can get beyond that, I think you can have a really great game. But that's uh, I think I, I can get beyond it for sure. I, yeah. I, I think there's enough in the game that the scenarios work and the campaign is great. So... Like don't because like the 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 story behind the game is that you know the campaign takes you know eight thousand hours and all this stuff and the campaign the Masher White Wing is still a fantastic scenario it's right. still great right Mike don't you agree Mike I thought we had a great time playing it Masher White so, Wing yeah uh, so is does, that the one where I got horribly slaughtered did you, I, 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 <laughs> yet it was a overwhelming U S victory. I teabagged him like but it's 42 still fun. times. Did you but. have fun playing it? That's that. That's the thing. Like, who cares about who won? Well, Master White Wing works really well, especially if you have an NLF player who's more experienced, who's going to – that's why when we were going to play it, I'm like, Mike was new, so I'm like, you play the U.S. because you have a lot of tools. But and maybe the real- U.S. can't even win that, it's but it's still fun. Yeah, yeah. and you were like, and I have some Turkish goggles, so here you stay right there. <laughs> but it, but it definitely teaches the U.S. player Nothing how to play, leave. right? But it teaches them how to play. So the the odds of them, I think it's a tough one to win as the U.S. For sure, yeah. Because his his but Marines so, but, his but Marines no came what, on like, second turn, and I immediately you slipped off. Ran like a little bitch. I think is what he was gonna say. <laughs> but but it's still <laughs> oh, sorry. But isn't it still fun to like chase those units down, even if you're not getting the VPs out of them? Yeah, it was. It was. Sorry. Fucking air air mobile baby. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and, and you got to keep those guys to the bitter end. And, and Mike burned through his air mobile like you would not that's, believe. Yeah, it. that's of that's course. that's the rookie mistake. The Listeners, points are there to use. Keep your air mobile units back. Those first cab guys are going to be priceless at the end of the turn. And I cannot count the number of times I said to Mike, do not leave 
a headquarters unit alone ever without Never, some ever. unit with it. And Mike's like, I, I think I must have said <laughs> that like to it. him like <laughs> 20 times. Yeah. 20 times I said it. And how so, did I set up? So then he sets up his Arv and I'm like, dude, you've got like five oh, Arvin headquarters. That oh, are like not. <laughs> I'm like, but uh, even if I, if I cover them, then I'll have seven nope. things uncovered. Nope. nope. <laughs> no, no. He, he's, nope. he's relying, he's relying on RF. They're in province nope. capitals. He's brought Vladimir plus two from RF. Don't do you know, it. I've been meaning to talk to you about. Maybe I should reset things up, but leave the leaders as they are. Yeah, do it. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. It doesn't really. I mean, it'll be fine. No, no it's fine. It won't. <laughs> in fact, like, like I'm not going to give you a hard time about it, uh, Mike, because you already cooed on your first turn. Yeah. So, like, it's not like I'm going to give you. <laughs> But it is it is a beautiful and the, the the other thing I told Mike is I said um, as a U.S. player the most important thing you can know is the artillery rules. Yeah, mm -hmm. know how many because your, your artillery units how you can your artillery units can fire multiple times. Get interdiction, right? You need to yep. have them available because they're not always mission ops complete, depending on what they're doing. So you can have a firebase that fires boom, 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 just keeps fucking firing for every single mission um but if you really have to look and read those rules so so jason let me ask you this free fire zone or not as the u.s quantum quantum yes quantum yes quantum is usually free fire um there's a some place with big provinces you can cover a lot of area yeah yeah but then as an well that's why quantum is good right because because that's that's a lot of the map when you declare a free fire, generally the VC will try to get out of that province. They'll try to leave. Yeah. But the problem is, um, I, you've, I, I, you've as, already kind of done NLF their job player, for them. I'll even like, like, okay, come, come fight me here, right. like right on the edge to where I can like instigate the fight there and then kind of soak back into, you know, another province and try well, to get to chase me. Well, the, one of the best VC moves is to sit on a province boundary because right. NLF decides like, what no, boundary they're on. No, you don't know where I am. We were in Quantum. Oh, no, we didn't win this one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, nice. the, the the thing is, one of the problems with the free fire zone is it's great if there's a lot of troops there, like enemy troops. But the problem is you've kind of done their job for them at that point because when pacification comes around, the people are upset. So then it like of some course. of the some of the bonuses for free fire are like just as good as if I had taken a town. <laughs> right. Yeah. The people need to realize we are there for them. <laughs> that's uh that's a hard lesson for the Vietnamese people <laughs> to learn. Oh no, I oh no, I think Mike's in great shape. They're gonna be fun. <laughs> I know historically how it played yeah. out. Yeah, I've so read thirty or forty books and uh, <laughs> about changing history. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, Mike cooed on the first turn. That's uh, and that's a rant. That's a roll, right? Like, oh, he rolled so bad. Yeah, oh, that sucks. It was he, classic. It was he classic. Had, he had like five because you already two, don't start off well. He yeah. had he had five two core two stars eight or less and rolled a ten for cook. Oh man. So they all could, they yeah. All could. Mm. yeah. Um, and I mean that, and he had, they were all eight or less. That's with the plus three for their initial position. So the, it was not a strong, the nice thing is he got the same guy back, but the problem is he then <laughs> lost like, you know, all the morale, all the mm -hmm. other stuff. 
So. And then, and then you scared me with a text afterwards. You're like, you're probably going to coo again. No, you will. <laughs> Cause your guys are so low. They're going to cool them again. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. that's why you have to, and you it have to only get, goes down from there. Well, that's why I'm saying you have to get rid of some of those guys. On because, the first turn, it only goes downhill from here. Oh, so <laughs> no, I don't know no, if, you, no, if you're so aware of what happened there, but it, no, so none Jason of it was said, good. Right, so Jason, at that point, <laughs> it all sucked from the when beginning. He, when he cooed on the first turn, I basically said we were we were, i was trying to explain them how the uh u.s commitment works and how mm -hmm. if you accelerate too quickly i said basically you need to bring in like 50 points of u.s commitment I, yeah it's almost yeah. all in or nothing because because at this point so fuck it that's what i'm doing your south Vietnamese government is so fucked I just up, put your dick on the table they're all going to be ineffective like it's it's going to be bad so you need like 50 points. I mean, you see, figure 50 points is generally it could be 50 battalions, but you know you have to bring in replacements, your error, you're going to bring in a bunch of stuff. But I, so right away, when I saw how the coup went, I was like, dude, Oof. you got to, you're not doing 25, 25, because yeah. some guys will try to dribble it. And I'm like, at this point, you know, you are 50 points, drop it. Yeah, because we yeah. were talking 30. And then, and then you texted me, you're like, you're going to have to bring in 50. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring those replacements in and burn them. Like it, it's yeah. gonna suck, but you guys might just want to restart. <laughs> <laughs> Mike might be fucked. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> you're you're talking first cav, hundred and first for sure. Bring in all the air mobile guys. This is our long term commitment game. It can't be over too soon. Yeah. 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 You guys are bringing it all in. Be good. You're bringing the 173rd. What are the other good ones? The Marines are always good. Yeah. For uh, first and third. Yeah. Definitely 101st. All, all the, for all the, all the air mobile guys you can bring in. Yeah. And, and a ton of air points. And then bring in some Arvin Rangers. But I'm even. Aren't the Arvin Rangers like five? points a piece yeah yeah i wouldn't spend expensive. a lot on them yeah oh no dude they're really good <sighs> but they're so restricted well they're they're good they're good once you've got your uh air points up or where you know where you've got good interdiction where you don't have to worry about the plus one that's going to give them for arvin for alerts that sounds like a little free fire i yeah. think i think dave's trying to rope you into something that's fine. <laughs> well, six, no, no, six, six air points gives you a plus one, no free fire, plus one air. That's true. That's true. Nice. Yeah. Ah, we'll, we'll get it sorted. It's such a we'll tense fine. game, though. There's... Well, that's that, and that's that's the beauty of uh, that's the beauty of of Masher White Wing. Masher White Wing basically gives you the feel for all that stuff. You get to do all those things, and then that right. graduates you to the right. big game, where then you're like, "Okay, big boy, now you have to actually pay for this stuff." Right. So, let's see what happens. Yeah, here's all your toys. Now I'm taking them away. Or now or you, you can buy them back. <laughs> right, you have to pay yeah. for them now. That's yeah. the difference. Absolutely. Your first one's free. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think Mike did great. Mike did a bunch of great air cav operations that were like sprinting across. And uh, you definitely get the feel for like them 
the VC trying to run and them yeah like and, and, going and, after and, and we're, we're using like uh, the security operations with the oh RM. I stay off the road I don't get on the roads yeah that's no, that he was didn't my step mistake foot with, on a road at all yeah I, with, I, with Ralph I, I kept putting guys on the road and then he just had security operations oh, yeah, all no over way. Me. No but but it was good because he would send us guys on security and so we would fight and then i'd back up and he'd fight again and he's just kind of you know one or two us rebels at a time like i'll take it one for one all day right. you right. know like we we can keep having this fight but i still kept too many guys on the road and and it and it did kind of fuck me a little bit. I mean, the only reason I would stay on the road is to claim, try to claim an objective at the end of the interface, mm-hmm. right? But I think even like the cultivated hexes in Master White Wing are are maybe more beneficial than any other road hexes. Oh yeah, road hexes give you nothing in Master White Wing, but just like even where you know, there's like that, like a. Uh, a town or a not capital city but the one below that but you um, get half you get half a vp for every nlf unit you have in a province right right yeah so, so like right there a full Sorry. one for everyone in a in a cultivated so so, right? so in, in mm-hmm. the end i was like i can just at this point i can just, just survive <laughs> just by like yeah. not dying <laughs> it's like you, he had, you, he he like the only way to win is to not into a fucking shotgun and blasted it at the map, and that's what it looked like. Well, but but yeah, when we played Masher White Wing, by the end, I think Mike had lost like fifteen U.S. replacements, oh, to, yeah. which was is just that's like fifteen V. It's like a ton of VPs. Yeah, yeah. but it, but it wasn't a big deal because we were. Just, I just wanted him to get the feel right. for how that, to run right. the ops. Right, and and I, I think it was like the second day we were playing. You know, you were like, oh, you should think about the free fires everything was a free fire zone uh, everything well, at that okay point. <laughs> I, I and i love it when mike says this but i i'm sure i suggested more than once free to free fire zone. like uh the other thing I, I suggested was if you're going after an nlf unit like a vc unit you probably want to be brigade strength like be like three battalions my 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 end move is if you want to kill an NLF, a vc battalion you need to have a brigade yeah, and three, I was trying to I was three trying US, to pussyfoot three, in there. Three U.S. infantry with their brigade headquarters. They will do yep. it, yep. and that that's how you run an op. Yep. So 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 basically, when you're trying to calculate as the U.S. player, how many VC battalions do you want to kill a season? You need to look at how many infantry brigades you have in country, and that's how many you're going to kill. And so that's how you run it. You run. Three infantry, that's a standard search and destroy operation. Just run it. Three infantry battalions with the headquarters in that. And sometimes you might have to bring in extra resources. Sometimes they might. But you can generally know that you're going to kill. So if you've got 30 brigades in country, you're generally going to kill about 24, 25 VC battalions a turn. Which is a lot when you consider in a season that's forty to fifty. And I think yeah. I think one of the things on both sides is don't, And this is the math you learn when you play Federation Empire. <laughs> this is where I've learned this math. This is my setup for future Federation Empire. But for both sides on Vietnam, don't pussyfoot. Like do as the as the NLF, don't like like you have the advantage because you can tell the US when they can go first or second. Right. 
there's times where you definitely don't want to go first, but those times where you need to go first, go first. Or you as, get out of there. As you the, have to get out of somewhere. Or when you know the U.S. has left guys where they shouldn't be, fucking right. pounce on them. Right. And as the U.S., if, if you know if you're gonna declare free fire, balls out in that province right now. Hit That's them. right. Everyone should go there. Yeah. Like when they declare free fire, as and I'm the NLF player, I'm like, well, I'm out of here. Not, all right. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm just gonna Peace. leave. Because I'm like, hey, they're the ones blowing you guys up. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's a great game. It's really fascinating, and and uh, that that is a lot of it is uh, trying to figure out. My favorite thing is at the end, where the U.S. has kind of blown their load for most of their units, and they've only got a couple guys left, and they're they're scared to send out operations. Because they're yep. like, yep. I, I could send out this <laughs> one battalion that's free, but then I'm worried you might be a regiment, and I don't know if I have anyone to back them up. <laughs> I do like, love that fog of war aspect of yeah, not knowing what the fuck that is it's, out there. It's great because there's areas where, like, yeah, Charlie's deep here. Like, well, and you're like, nope, we're sending your battalion in there. And they're like, are you sure this is a good idea? Because we, it looks like there's a lot of Charlie here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the great part. The best part of the turn is not the front front phase where the U.S. is heavy and mm. everyone is available. The fun Those part last is that, few. that back third yeah. where the U.S. <laughs> is trying to figure out which operations do we have to run. Where was that regiment again? I want to stay away from him or I want to attack him with everything I have left. And then later on, you get in that crazy shit where the the VC is going, the LF is going to do attacks on uh, physical locations, but they're going to put out patrol units on areas on the roads. So even the security operations can't reach them because of uh, Zox. <laughs> so then you get into like a DNBN food thing where like they're like restricting access to an area where they surround and destroy the FWA troops. What's the uh, range on a security operation for hitting somebody on a road? It's a uh, Zoc, Zoc, Zoc. It's expenses. just your Zoc. It's Zoc expenses. Yeah. yeah, that's the only time movement counts. Yeah, um, and it's incredible. This game was invented by one guy. And and in what seventy eight? When he was young, it, it's like his it's first crazy. Game. Yeah, and it's, it's Nick, bananas. Nick Carp, if you're listening. Come on. Props. Yeah. yeah. We, we're yeah. we're going to put Nick Carp on a coin. Hey, Nick Carp, <laughs> oh, how's your health? Is your health good? Right. Well, we, yeah, we, well, we were that. playing the other day. I, I said, how come nobody's remade this? Well, I, I feel like Nick Carp, if we were like to get him to sit him down and be like, hey, so how do we do this? He's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I made this game like, like <laughs> how many years? Like, like 40 years ago. What are you guys talking about? You guys are idiots. He's not answering uh, questions on BGG. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but right now, like Mark Evans on BGG is probably my best source for advice on King Rolls. Like, they've got a bunch of guys on there that give like uh, – the, the the BGG group is pretty solid. I like that guy that just put up uh, two videos. Uh, I can't think of his name offhand, but uh, he's got one video video on the uh, uh, strategic stuff, and then one video on the 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 combat stuff. It's pretty it's pretty cool, and then each one's like an hour and a half long too. He really gets in depth. 
Yeah, it's it, it's going to be fun. I'm is that really Hardwolf? Is, is that what you're talking about? Nah, I got to look them up. I who has time to watch video? Or do you do that at work? Watch videos? No. No, I knew you would never. That was very careful. That was very carefully thought out. Well played. Well played. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, Mike Munjinson, Jensen, <laughs> Mr. Manfred Sinjinson. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I get home and I, I put them on the TV. That's right. You so know, the whole family on the old Apple device. Yeah, airplay up to the TV, and suddenly right. I, of course I'm like, fuck, I should play Vassal on that TV. But we don't need that guy to give us advice. We know how to play this fucking game. I was still reading the rule book at that point. Um, well, now you know. You could have thrown that rule book at the window. That's <laughs> what so we're here for. You had the best teacher, Text me. Hard, hard knocks. That's right. How do, how do local capitals work? I don't fucking know. Let's figure it out. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let me capture him. I'll show you how. <laughs> so, what do you guys got on your pre-order in, at uh, at GMT? Anything? Anything oh, hot? Lord. Oh lord! Because I'm looking at mine. I got Pacific War, Struggle Against Japan, forty-one yep. to forty-five. I, I got, the, I yep. got that there. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, by the way, I just finished that book, uh, Shattered Sword. That was pretty fucking cool. Um. I also got Great Battles of Alexander, uh, the expanded deluxe uh, second edition. Uh, that hasn't quite hit the uh, made the cut yet, I don't think. And uh, U.S. Civil War second printing. All right, that's a good game. Yeah, that one made the cut. That yeah. one uh, looks like it. Um, uh, hopefully, that's going to be uh, hitting the ground soon. Love it. Yeah, I have a. Uh... Pacific War also, uh, Next War Vietnam, uh, the Fire in the, I think they have two Fire in the Lake uh, expansions, which I have, um, and then two with Legion, Miracle at Dunkirk, and Berlin Airlift. Those are my pre-orders. Nice. I was thinking about that Trumpets game, because uh, that's a Battle of the Bulge, isn't it? Which one? I think it's a time for trumpets. Maybe it's called. Uh, I'd have to. I'd I have to look one. it up to, yeah. to be certain. Uh, I think B mode was talking about it the other day, mm. and he said that the something about the rules were pretty cool. Uh, bullet points, easy to digest. Uh, that sounded good. Plus, I'm a, I'm a fan of that uh, mm -hmm. battle of the bulge type stuff. <laughs> I would tell you what mine are, but I can't apparently have that up on a screen as I'm doing. <laughs> nice. You probably got, no, you probably didn't because you're not into the naval thing. So you didn't get Pacific War, did you? No, I got, I got it. I have that one. Okay, cool. I only like the Pacific War, the carrier stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you read Shattered Sword? I did not. I haven't. It's I might, good. It's I might need to. Japanese I've, point I've of read, view. I've read a lot about Yamamoto and all that stuff, so mm -hmm. I think I'm good. What, what about cool. Yamashita? Oh, he's he's deep in the fucking Yamashita. <laughs> well, apparently, I know a lot about him too. <laughs> yeah. Fist bump, Yamashita in the house. 
Yeah, I have like more stuff up there than I probably ever need. I've, I've definitely deepened the GMT pre-orders. I'm looking at it's embarrassing. I've I've pulled mine way back. I'm just I'm just dipping my toe in. I do love GMT stuff though. They do good work. Yeah, yeah, they do. I'll eventually get to the point, Dave, where we start accepting preview copies or uh, review copies. You know, I was thinking I'm, the other just, day, because you guys were talking about how you don't want to do it because, you know, blah, blah, blah. What if you got review copies and then hand them out to guildies and ask them for their review to send it into you? And then they send you the game back. Logistically speaking, that sounds very complex. Yeah. And they're just paying for shipping and all that bullshit. Yeah, you're right. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess we could say, like, just send it to this guy. We'll ask him. True. So I've got probably about twenty games on GMT. I think I have a problem wow. on the pre-order, but like some of them God are bless. far away. But I you're retired. Have, like what the, have, what the I, fuck I else have, are you going to do now? I have Flying Colors coming. I did, I did do that. It's one. good. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy a lot Flying of Colors. Flying Colors these days. Yeah, I played Is it and got rid bump? of it. It's good. It's solid. I like wooden ships and Iron Man more. But Flying Colors is a lot of fun. Yeah. I like that old school. Like, Wooden Ships is super clunky. Um, and I think there's something in that that I, that I really enjoy. Is it, uh, it rules-heavy? Is it uh, tough, to, tough to learn or no, easy to get into? No, it's like Blue Max where when you roll a hit, you have to roll a hit, you know, figure out where it's hitting. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, and so, you know, you have to have like the you know player sheet for each side and kind of cross off the boxes for you know are you hitting the the mast or the sails or the the hole and all that shit and the, and it's i don't know flying colors is probably a little bit easier to play but maybe a little bit more rules heavy whereas wooden ships is like rules light but maybe a little bit more difficult to play um but but something about that, just j- just like Blue Max, there, there's something between those two games that's like it's it's a little bit clunkier, even though it's a little bit rules lighter. That uh, that I that I really like. But Flying Colors is a lot of fun. I'm uh, I'm looking at it now. Maybe I should put that on. Oh, it's not even very expensive. Flying colors. Yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe that's a that's a um, uh, an upgrade. Uh, no, I thought flying colors was a pretty good deal. So I I, I had it pre ordered, but then my address got screwed up. So then I had to re pre order it or something. But whatever, I had to fix. Yeah, I'll have to look deeper into into that. That's I mean, cool though. If, I you, need, li- I need- if you like airplanes, you're gonna like it like. Airplane guys usually like ship ship stuff, right? I've, I've liked ship stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, I got into those uh, those Master and Commander books uh, a little bit here and there. See, I'm I, yeah, I'm not into it, but like I'm I'm always open minded, but I don't like them. I'm more of a ground combat guy. <laughs> I mean, that's all about just pushing. I'm, the guys I'm open to it, but I hate time. it. Like, but I mean, I mean, I'm willing to try it out and see if it's cool. And that's fine. Like, I, I, it's weird. I like it more if it's sci-fi. Like, 
If if it's sailing ships with giant laser cannons on them, yeah, I might be interested. But, I get it. But just I don't know. It's like a like an RPG. Yeah, yeah you have your taste, right? So. <laughs> but, but Air War games, I'm out. The only Air War I've ever liked is Next War. I won't do anything else besides that. Like That's Air, not true, like, man. You stole Rick Toffin's War. You committed to that one. <sighs> Oh, that's right. But I, I just, I like the maps. The I maps think, in that one are cool. I'm not going to argue. I don't think I ever figured out how to play Rick Toffin's War after I brought it home on a radio. <laughs> you just, just cheated it. After I stole it. Yeah. I think I just kept it. Nice. Right. Well, the statute of limitations is over on that, so you're oh, good. Oh, by far. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. Well, you guys got anything else? Uh, depends. So. so I'm enjoying being retired. It's been good. Okay. Uh, I'm jealous. The wife is adjusting. It's there. There has been some, a little bit of tension, uh, just because I think I'm. I thought I was doing a great job, like doing all a lot of stuff. Like I'm like, hey, I'm going to take this off your plate. I'm going to take this off your plate. And uh, the wife apparently wants something on her idea. plate. Yeah, because she likes how they she does them. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 that was a conversation I had recently with Aaron. It's, she was like, you're not cleaning the kitchen after you do the dishes. Like, I do clean the kitchen. You just clean it again after me, right. no matter what I do. Right. So <laughs> then I stopped yeah. because it was clean, and then you cleaned it because you hadn't cleaned it previously. Well, I, and I've, I've talked to my wife before. I've been like, look, honey. I said, uh, I can do everything that you can do. I said, you just do it better. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the best, better way to do it. Yeah, totally. Uh, I can vacuum, a, but you're going to vacuum after me anyway. Well, we, so. we, had, we had a conversation today where like, she's had a tough time adjusting because like, she's moved the family out here and we're out here in the woods in Missouri. And uh, yeah, we're in a nice area, but it's still a big adjustment. She doesn't have friends. So uh, I've had to get used to the fact that, like, like I would go, I, I'll go walk off. You're the now dog. her friend, right? Right. So and and so I said you wouldn't want to go walk with me. You would. I would always go do my own thing. And so she's like, uh, I'm like, part of it is you're telling me you don't want me here. Like, because you like, I always hear the stories about how the guy's at home and the woman's like, you need to get out of here because I have my own life. Uh, so I've been trying to give you your space. And so there's a mixture. So I basically was telling her, you need to just tell me how you feel and I can respond to that. <laughs> just, just directly. Cause I'm like, I'm incapable of figuring out how you feel. Yes. It's just, it's just Do you guys possible. have a target nearby? Do we have what? A target? A what? Target? Yeah, we have like Target, we have Lowe's, all this stuff. Like in the town? Oh, yeah. That should be plenty. That's what Aaron tells me. I dude. She says, no matter where we live, as long as there's a Target, I'll be fine. Dude, we have, <laughs> cool. dude because of all the tourism, we have a Target, Home, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards. We have Walmart. We have everything. Everything's here. It's the one nice thing. Yeah. You're in a small town, but you have all the big retail stuff that everyone else has. And then because locally owned restaurants. That's all you need. It's like 90 of them. 
I mean, I've I've places that I've seafood places that'll pull out crab boils for me. Mm. Sweet. Mm. Yep, that sounds good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I'm jealous. It'll be like 30 years before I retire. No. Oh God. No. No. It's it's about really just resetting what your expectations are for income. No, I mean that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm making half what I made. Sure. Yeah. In retirement, I probably made about uh, one eighty a year in my job. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to make probably about eighty five a year in retirement. No. But you're also living there, where living, that's going to go a lot farther. Right. Expenses are like, dude. When I was talking to the insurance companies, and I'm like, hey, I want to reduce my insurance on this. They're like, oh yeah, don't like get. They're like, my insurance people were like, get out of California. <laughs> <It's the worst. laughs> California's a fucking mess. So when I told them, hey, I'm switching from California to Missouri, they're like, oh, we're sending a big check your way for a rebate. They basically were sending me checks to like give me all my refunds for my insurance. Because they're like, because you moved to Missouri, you're getting like $600 back on insurance. So it's just everything. And you don't realize all those those year-round costs you pay. So that's it. It's good. It's good shit. Yeah. yeah. We are Congrats. constantly talking about where we want to go uh, when we retire, which might be sooner than. Well, I sent you I sent you that uh, property. That place was great. I sent it to her, too. And she's like, wow, okay. Because her family has a business, and the family business could work perfect in a building like that that happens to be on site. Right. So, and, yeah, was, and those properties are all over the place up there. That, that's, that's a little bit north of me, just like 10 miles. Yeah, that would be fucking legit. Yeah. And there's there's probably way more that are better than that one. But, yeah, so uh, it's nice. You just got to figure it out. I just yeah. got to bring her out there. And I think if anything we're seeing from the news is living in cities is not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told Aaron. Like, we just need to, like, she's lived in Phoenix her entire life. And has, you know, she's traveled a little bit for vacation, but, you know, not just to, like, see how things are. Like, no, let's a, just go out there. And, it's it's very efficient yeah. to live in city. Unfortunately, it's also a very efficient way to get a virus. Yeah. Well, I definitely love where we live. I just don't like the drive, and I worry about fire because it's so fucking dry. Yeah. Yeah. So you basically live in like a caveman. Like you're you're yeah. afraid you're afraid of a, a primal element. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Ugh. Fear fire. Fire scare. Fire scare, Mike. Fire bad. <laughs> fire make meat taste good though. <laughs> like 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 in my neighborhood, uh, we I was walking in the street. <laughs> we have a bunch of houses built, and there's just smoke. So I run down there. I'm like, uh, "There's a bunch of stuff burning." And Monica's like, "Is it okay?" So I I went back to the builder. And I said, "Hey, Carrie, he's at the model." I'm like, um, "They're just burning their trash." I'm like, "They're burning. There's a bunch of stuff like flames. Like what?" He's like, "Yeah, it's fine, man. What are you worried about?" He's like, <laughs> "I'm like, it's all green around here." He goes, he goes, oh, my. so they were telling that story for like two weeks about how I ran down the street. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker, that's not even what happened. I didn't run down the street. And like, I thought I was like, I was like, yeah, but I said, 
to be truthful, I said in our area where we came from, that fire would have burned down the entire right, right. bend. The yeah. Horseshoe bend. And they were just laughing. They're like, oh, they're like, we burn that shit all the time. <laughs> it's too the humidity is so high that it's not going to do anything, right? It won't, there's no, no flame. What are the winters like there? Mild. Yeah, see? Perfect. I love a change of seasons. Don't want a lot of winter. Yeah. <laughs> and really no, like, tornadoes or anything. They're, the only thing you can get is you can get a, you can get a tornado, but they don't, tornadoes don't do great up in the hills or on lakes. Right, so, so the lake kind of like moderates the weather a bit. So, what do you worry about, in Missouri? Tourists and snakes? Well, tornadoes is the only thing you ever worry about. But I have a tornado radio. What's it'll a tornado bloop, radio? It'll go bloop, bloop, bloop. It'll immediately go off if if somebody comes near. If there's a warning in the area, yeah, yeah it immediately alerts me. Yeah. Then we run down to the basement like Dorothy. <laughs> but you have a basement. We don't even have those. Yes, out here. I miss basements. That's yeah. something I hate about California. No basements. Yes. yes. So my house has a walkout basement. Yeah, I got to send you guys. That's like, good Mike, shit. Mike, have I sent you pictures of my place? Uh, a couple. I should send you yeah, guys. It's been some a little pictures. while, dude. Yeah. So basically, four sixty three, four hundred sixty thousand, thirty six hundred square foot house. Nice, and it's like a prairie home. Like a, it's a very nice design. It, it's 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 a good setup. Now I also did cut a big check for my uh, for my builder for our overruns for, <laughs> for oh, the, yeah of we're, course we're, for, for the wife and I ran over our budget <laughs> on certain items. It happens. But, you gotta you yeah. gotta have the upgrade. Flip the flop, baby. Because it's our forever home, right? <laughs> <laughs> forever home. Dude. You gotta get that subway tile. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see, but it, it's going to be good. So but if you guys ever come out here, we'll show you around, but I'll, I'll send you pictures yeah, yeah. for sure. And when's it going to be done? Uh, between December and March, but it doesn't matter Ooh. because the, the lump sum I paid that my builder, I stay in this rental until it's done. Oh, so wow. I, so I don't wow. pay him any more money. Yeah. That's cool. So I figured that motivates him to finish the house. Seriously. To get me out of here. Hell yeah. At least before the next tourist season. I know. We'll see. That's good shit. All right, boys. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? Or? Uh, no, I'm good. I don't want to talk about too much about retirement. I'm I got some stuff to save. You got to hold on to them, Jeff. We're, we're all jealous. Plus, uh, later on, we'll start uh, we'll start dribbling out the little police stories. We get some police uh, stories. We'll dribble nice. out. Yeah. Yeah. Jay- Jason's gonna love those. <laughs> Jason, Jason's gonna. I'll let Jason I'm here ask. For you. Well, no, we're gonna have a police minute where Jason can ask me a question he would want to ask a police officer. Oh, uh, I told uh, you, like, awesome. I love that. That all, should be a, a all, thing. All of my uncles and and a couple of Aaron's are are police officers. So. Yeah, I know, but you could ask me a question like, "Hey, if I get stopped, should I take the sobriety test?" The answer is no. That is usually the answer. That is it. Like, here's a if, question. If, if you're drunk, don't take it. Right, right. You got to <laughs> wait for that blood alcohol content to, to lower. Yeah, whatever. I mean, the bottom line is they're trying to get you down there to take the BAC anyway. But if they have no problem cause to get you down there, it's going to be tough. All right. How right. bad is it to have a gun in your car? Asking for a friend. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you, if yeah. you use Which, it. Wh- wh- what does your friend look like? <laughs> I, 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 better, I, better point. A gun's one of those things that you, uh, if you have to ask, you probably don't have it when you need it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess. Do you guys have anything else or are we good? I'm good. I'm right. good, man. We kept it the short and concise right around three. They were good. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. Yeah. Take, take it easy. Thank, Great job, Mike. Thank you. Thanks yeah. again, man. All right. Thanks. Can right. I guess? Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com.